Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up this your boy little duval and check out my podcast conversations with unk on the black effect podcast network each and every tuesday conversations with unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness unlike my work on stage i tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh every tuesday listen to conversation with unk hosted by Lil duval on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Well, good, 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 good morning, everybody. Happy, happy, happy Fox Sports Saturday across the nation, man. What a uh, great, great week of playoffs, the NBA week. Another, you know, fun times as it keeps going. And, and forgive my own little uh, jubilance because uh, the <laughs> Sixers last night played it so well. It was such an incredible game, man. They were, uh, it was, it was a riveting night as Joel Hans Embiid, the phantom of the process, returns. And I knew he was playing, and we kind of thought that it, how that would affect the series. That if you get Embiid, it's everything. He's the sun, all, all the planets, uh, you know, without him, all the planets die. And you just saw it again last night, what his presence mean. He had a double-double, and, you know, it was good. I mean, he didn't drop 30, and he didn't need to. Because what his presence does, and this is why I love basketball, what his presence just creates space for everybody else. It changes the game completely. So Bam Adebayo, who had been shooting 90% from the field against DeAndre Jordan, Joel Embiid's backup, he comes into the game and all of a sudden, Bam Adebayo is not dominating the, the paint. He that low block it, it, all of a sudden now Adebayo has to face the basket and it's a completely different look for Miami. Miami has to become a completely different team offensively 
What they then have to do is become a perimeter shooting team. And while Jimmy Butler had a great night, Tyler Hero, who was so instrumental in games one and games two, did not. And nobody else really stepped up. Kyle Lowry was back for Miami, but man, he looks like a shell of himself. He he doesn't score. He looks completely off and and rusted. And meanwhile, Embiid playing with the mask on looked like a dominant force. Even even as he's scoring 18-11. It's just the fact that he's getting boards where they were getting out rebounded. It's just his presence alone on both ends of the floor means so much to that basketball team. And then Danny Green, who it was just awful in games one and games two, especially game two, where he was one for 10 from the field, keeps them afloat by hitting six threes. He has a, he, he looked great. Just friendly rims, man. Friendly rims and a lot more space really will do wonders for you. And that's kind of what you saw last night. Ugly 99-79 win. It was it was pretty ugly, but again, it was really good, good, good. I can't believe it. Really, really good, good. It was so much fun. Oh my God. It was a blast, man. 33 and 9 for uh, Jimmy Butler. And then the Sixers, 18 and 11, 21 for Maxi, who was just sensational in the second half. He didn't score in the first half, comes out in the second half and scored. It was amazing, man. Like, we watch that kid play, and he plays with just incredible joy. And uh, become he's like Anthony Edwards, right? Like some of these, like like Poole for the Warriors, Jordan Poole. You watch these young kids come out and ball out. Just amazing, man. Absolutely amazing. And then in the nightcap, the Mavs. What a game. Take out Phoenix. So the Mavericks, an incredible performance they get from Jalen Brunson. Luca finally has help. Finally, Luca's got help. And the Dallas is able to win a game. So both the Mavericks and the Sixers, they're going to make it a series. It's both 2-1. So incredible, uh, incredible night in Dallas as they get one more, man. And all of a sudden, those series become what we thought was going to be a walk for both Phoenix and Miami. Then all of a sudden it starts to get tight. Luca gives you 26, 13, nine dimes. Brunson 10 for 21 from the floor. Only one three, 28 points. Uh, Reggie Bullock gives you 15 and, and uh, uh, Finney Smith gives you 14. Kleber 14 off the bench, but they just played a really, really I thought strong floor game. I was impressed by what Miami did just in the whole thing. You know, uh, they it was they were up seven and a half, and in that third quarter, they just took over. They scored thirty one in the quarter. You could see they just dictated pace, and it was just an impressive, impressive win. I, I got to tell you, the playoffs have been a blast, and it continues today. At 3.30 Eastern, 
1230 Pacific. Uh, this series shifts to Milwaukee, Celtics, and Bucks. What an incredible series. This is a great basketball. So we'll see. Now that they split in Boston, now you come back. It'll be a, it should be a lot of fun, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then we got Grizz Warriors, and that series is tied 1-1. So at today, after today, all four series, no matter what happens, will be at 2-1. So it should be interesting. At least we're going to have some good – we thought the second round would provide good theater, good basketball. So it, it was a fun night last night, and we'll see what today brings us in the weekend as it's Mother's Day weekend that's upon us. So uh, Figgy is getting married this weekend. I didn't realize that. I love it. I'm so proud of you, man. So we got to give our best wishes to Figgy. Oh, man. That's fantastic. So I want to uh, give our hearty congratulations to one of our fellas, Kevin Figures, who's getting married today, tying the knot. And my man Chris is back. He needed a week to kind of just bask in the Lions' glory of their draft. Hello, Psycho Chris. Do do you want me to play it? Play the song, Chris! Play it! Just for you. Just for this. Just for the guts in the phantom of the mask. How about that, dude? <laughs> My man told me to play the song. I love it. I, I, I think you're having an effect, cuz. Because I tell you, I saw it on my Twitter feed the other day. It wasn't just you saying play the song. I saw two other people who I just happened to follow saying play the song. You it's it's infected. There's other. Look at that. It went viral. My it's, play it's the song. It's going viral. And I think if the Sixers do, you know, recover in this series, you can have a legend going on here, man. I, I am. You know me. I, I am football as they all come, but. I can't help but marvel at what Joel Embiid did against uh, against the the Heat out there, man. To to come back with his face shattered the way he did, and he's he's a legend either way, right? Either he he's going to go oh down like either he's going to help save the series for the Sixers, or it's going to come down as like a heroic sacrifice. You know, at, at the very least, even though they're down two games, or e- even if they had lost this game last night, because. And it was, you know, a 3-0 hole they're staring at. Like, people are going to applaud him for the guts to come back, right? Especially in this age, and I know you've talked about it before with all the the science and the resting up and, you know, taking your time, coming back from injury. You know, the, the great foil of Ben Simmons on the other side, repeatedly sitting out because of a back. And here's Joel Embiid saying, I've got a fractured face. I've got, I've got a thumb that needs surgery. It doesn't matter. I, I've had this mask tested. It's been hammer tested, and I'm coming back out there. I'm going. It's go time. You know what? It's funny. I watch that dude, and he cares, Chris. One of the things that I love about him is he just cares. He he wants to win. He wants to win, and he wants to win and and he'll do anything he can. Like he's he's blossomed. The, the story is such a great story, sports story. 
where you have a franchise that's being rebuilt. And it could be any franchise. It could be any city. So you have this franchise that's being rebuilt. They tanked like like a million other teams do. They just happened to give it a title called The Process. And so The Process yields two blue-chip prospects. One falls in their lap who they didn't even want, and that was Joel Embiid. They wanted Wiggins. But when Joel gets hurt, you all of a sudden, it's like this journey. All of a sudden, he falls to the Sixers. They have no choice. They have to take Embiid. He's a seven-foot wonderkin out of, wonderkin out of Kansas. They have no other choice but to take Embiid. So, you know, I mean, it's going to be like, all right, well, we're going to take him and, and we'll just see what happens. And, of course, it happens. And then what? And then where we go from there? Well, they go get Ben Simmons, right? Like so, after all these years, it's like five years of of draft picks. One was Okafor. It was like a lot of bad picks, and then you had these two blue chippers. Well, one quits on you. The other, in fact, battles through one injury, one th- one stage of bad luck at a time. It's uh, uncanny how the whole thing works out. It's uncanny that one guy, after the other guy quit on him, there was jealousy. The, the One of the reasons why Simmons didn't get along with Daryl Morey was because he thought he was being slighted. They were going to build around Embiid and not acquiesce to him. And there was a whole big drama. He wants out, Chris. You know the rest of that story. But here's Joel, who for the second time, think about this. How many times do you know a guy who broke his orbital bone in the playoffs? Twice going into the playoffs. It's unbelievable. He did it in 2017, Chris. And, of course, they played the Heat, and he wore the mask. And then he did it, of course, against Toronto. He does it again. He wears the mask. And he came out to just, you know, people going wild. Uh, the story's amazing, and and Joel Embiid, the process, the phantom of the process, is just an amazing ball player, and he's got a big heart, brother. I've got some great pictures out of there. I'll have to find some and send it to you where I can, just of you know promotional pictures of him walking out with the mask. But, man, uh, that yeah, is— Yeah, send it to me, please. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll find the one that I saw on Twitter the other night and send it to you, just like him walking down the white halls with his black mask on. Great, great contrast there. But that's the sort of thing that it gets you immediate respect, right? Because like the, yeah. the idea that you're going to have this will to come back, even though you're not 100%, even though you've got these injuries, like you hear it from so- from hockey guys all the time. You hear it in football. And that's a lot of what right. drives a lot of the respect for those sports. And to, to come out there to fight through those battle through injuries even though you're not 100%, but you know that your team needs you and that everything is on the line, to go through that sort of stuff is a lot of what delivers instant respect and instant awe for from fans to a lot of athletes. To do that, to put aside whatever is nagging you right now and realize and say to yourself, my team needs me, the city that that is cheering and rooting for me needs me, the community that rallies around this team needs me to go out there in, in the direst times, this isn't regular season, this is playoffs, we're talking playoffs, to go out there and put it all out there, knowing that you might hurt yourself even more 
or add another injury to the list, it it doesn't matter. Like when that bell rings, he's ready to go out there for another round in the in. in I'm, I'm using a boxing metaphor now. I'm going all over the place, but doesn't matter because, man, that was gutsy, man. That was just something it, else. It was. It, it really was. It was an incredible performance. And, you know, one of the things that was so amazing is that he comes out. There's a lot of talk about whether or not he could go after. Remember, he had a concussion, and it was the concussion that causes him to miss games one and games right, two. Right, right. Yeah, the league wouldn't clear him while he was still going through concussion protocol. Yeah. So then he he got fit. I heard he got fitted for the mask last weekend, kind of get used to it. It's really a pain in the neck when you're playing with that thing. Yeah, I so know some he, guys he, used to play with that. What was it Rip Hamilton used to play with the mask? Yeah, I think it was yeah. yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I, I remember LeBron James had a similar mask. He like <clears throat> I think he had some sort of injury to his face during one of those seasons with the Heat. Remember the league actually got on him because he had a black mask. I wonder if this will happen with Embiid because. I think the league told him, uh, LeBron back then is like, hey, you can't wear, you, it's got to be a transparent mask, like what Rip wore. You can't wear just an opaque black mask. So yeah, I don't know why that why that is. And, and you know, Embiid, the first time that year, I think they must have relaxed the, the that rule because they told him before that he couldn't, that, that Joel couldn't wear the, the black mask. Yeah, this would have been like 2013 or 2014 or something like that. It was before it right, was Right, yeah. and the last time Joel wore it was 2017. Yeah, so I think they did relax that or that was maybe I don't know if I want to say that was a a Stern rule, a David Stern rule or anything, I don't know. But it it looks good on him like that. Well, it does. I mean, he's his, he he loves he's like a superhero. <laughs> you know, he comes out, he was the only thing missing was the cape last night. Yeah, you know, and he gets, like, he gets it, the it, help he needs, as you say. It doesn't need to all fall on him to carry the team. The rest of the team rallies around him, and you get the win over Miami. You keep your keep it in there, and we're going to have game four in Philadelphia. Yep, and it'll be Sunday night, tomorrow night, Mother's Day, seven thirty. We're going to do this. We got a lot of NBA to cover. We'll go deeper into the story. We'll look at Dallas and Luca. But, and of course, get you set for Milwaukee, Boston today, and the Grizz and Golden State, which will be a lot of fun. But also, a big draft. First time you, you were out last week. I so was, yeah. I, I got to talk draft with you. The draft was amazing. So we'll wrap that up. Don't forget, it's a big week in the NFL, too, because Thursday the schedule comes out. So we'll have our uh, our schedule for and the they're gonna fall. They're going to drip feed us the schedule this year too. I think they realize, you know, to slowly feed us the schedule because we're all going to keep talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I guess the, uh, the 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 games abroad are out. Yeah, the international so, uh, matchups are set for Germany and for and, England. Yeah, and they're pretty good. So we'll talk about it. All right, we're the fellas. We're just getting started on a Fox Sports Saturday. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. 
Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play though the best is on joel it's on joel and bead's instagram he quotes pain no one cared who i was until i put on the mask oh yes <laughs> how great is that cuz perhaps is he's wondering why you would rule a man out when he can still shoot the basketball <laughs> Just doing Tom well, Hardy in my head now, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it was fantastic. What? What? Are the, uh, you know that whole theater, that, and that's what sports is, right? Like, so you know, when you have these big games, these playoff games, it's like you know, it's like Dallas last night when you're looking up and you got that mighty Phoenix team. That Phoenix team's so good, right? And you got that mighty Phoenix team, and you and you got Luke, and he's looking for something. He's looking for something, and they come out, and 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 there's Jalen Brunson, who again had such a great playoff, great first round, carried them without Luca, struggles the first two games, and then he has he played so well in that game three, played so well last night, and uh, he 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 was just a fantastic, he's such a fantastic player. There's just and, these are the rounds where you get some just really fun stuff. So besides Embiid, like I've been keep hearing about, you know, the Mavericks bench to the point where I think they who have been so raucous where I think they just got either they got fined again or there's like a piece saying the NBA includes them as like what not not to do for like behavior on the bench. But they don't they don't really care about the fines. They're just 
they're going nuts on that bench over there for the Mavericks. I know. I know. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? It's it's I mean, the kind it, of sideshow stuff that brings you in for it, yeah. It's true. It's the truth, man. It's 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 such a fascinating, such a fun thing, all that side stuff. Where it becomes it almost transcends the game itself, right? Like when you when you think about, you know, when Bede and Bede comes out, you know, with the mask on and here he is and, and like that's theater in itself, right? Like here he's out there and and you know, it's is he first of all I now I knew he was gonna play. People I'd said it and and uh People had told me that he was ready to play. Like he, it was just a concussion, and that he was always going to play. However, just making sure that there was no setbacks or anything else. Plus, I think he loves the drama of it, right? Like he loves to come in. Well, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? And there was all that chatter, and of course, you know, Shams hit you with, "Well, he's been ruled out." And then, then all of Philadelphia started to cry. I'm like, "No, I'm telling you, he's going to play. No, he's not. No, he's not." And then you have. The uh, <laughs> Wodes, well, remember, he's he's listed as out, but he can still play. And then yesterday, he's upgraded to doubtful. And then he becomes a game-time decision. I mean, it was absolutely classic. And the fact the spread, the, 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 uh, the heat were minus three in the morning. And then they wound up going off and thinking to pick. But the whole drama, then he comes out with the mask and the fans are going nuts. They're chanting MVP, MVP, MVP. And I was told by someone close that he was going to win the MVP last night. And then somebody else in the same building later says, no, wait, wait. It's not going to, there is no ceremony tonight. But it could come Sunday. So we'll see. I guess he is still alive for the, from what I hear, he's still alive for the MVP. I mean, but yeah. th- it's a shame it's the regular season because you can see right now how much he is the MVP, Chris. No, I that's that's absolutely MVP behavior to come out and to, to just pull your team together when you need them when you're down two two games in the Eastern semifinals here. It's it's absolutely something. It's it's the theater of why we watch. It's it's like I mean, I I just I, I'm I'm just sitting here marveling at it. Just I. I think I think um, you you mentioned here that like we I, I wanted to take you back about a week because I remember listening to you know the podcast for the show when you and Figgy were talking about it and I know you said like you were hopeful for him coming back but I remember at the time when it happened when he had the you know the orbital the injury to his orbital and everything it it it, it felt like a death knell for the Seventy Sixers like it did it, yeah, the it fans did. like everyone was throwing in the towel for the entire season, but that's how much he mattered to the team at the time. And that's kind of how much losing him kind of hung, hung heavy over the head of Philadelphia. It's, it, not, not in that series. They had wrapped up that series. They were up like, what, what was it? Three games. I think at that point. Um, yeah. And, but you know, you, you saw what was coming next. You knew it was going to have to go through Miami or it'd have to go through, through Milwaukee or Boston. One of these teams probably more, uh, at least two of these teams and you knew that like without Embiid there's not much of a chance this is but that's that's to your point like man I I don't know 
how the MVP voting is going to shake out, but it's hard for me not to look at a guy like Embiid and not just the gutsy performance he put on, but the the emotion of when he is when he's a factor versus when he's ru- potentially ruled out for a season and not look at that and say that's value. That's absolutely value. I can't I can't really put a number to it, but when you have a guy who's just everyone knows that that is the heart and soul of a team, that is the player that is going to br- carry that team to the mountaintop, make all these other pieces and the Sixers have other great players. To, like this isn't a one man show, but he he makes everything work when, you know, everything kind of revolves around him. He puts it all together and yeah, that's I I don't know. Well, maybe it is on Sunday we'll see the MVP. It would be something if, you know, Sixers equal uh, level the series and they announce Joel Embiid as the MVP. At that point, then it's madness at that point. Yeah, I know. I, I look at it and and I, I it's funny. I, I thought the same thing. I, you know, he <clears throat> there are other good players. Harden, as you see, is not the James Harden that he was. And I do think there's some injury there and and that sort of thing. In addition to the age. But look, he gave you a great first half and kind of kept you in it while Embiid was getting his sea legs. But Embiid allows him to be able to move like that, right? He allows the space. Again, it always comes back to space. You take away Tyree Kill with the Chiefs. I'm curious to see what the spacing is like. Now, you still got great players and you got a great quarterback. But space is everything. So you take away Embiid and that space becomes completely different. And I think that's what you saw. And then all of a sudden you put him back in and it, the floor changes. And it changes for the Heat too. Because the Heat, without Embiid, their space opened up. Yeah, it's so it's it, the it, value. It's a value of a, of a big guy, even in today's modern NBA, to have yeah. someone like Embiid who just dominates the floor like that. And you can tell Miami really didn't they, – they, they didn't really – I'm sure they planned for Embiid to come back, but clearly they just kind of they they got muscled out there. You know, you're losing by 20 points at the end of that game. You've just you've you've kind of given up the ghost. You just you have no real answer for what's going on here. And I you know I I thought uh, Jimmy Butler played incredibly well, but he wasn't really getting a lot of help from everyone else on the on the court. Yeah, I know it was interesting, right? Like uh, you know when, when they looked all of a sudden. They, the pressure was on where they had to make their perimeter shooting. I mean, that having to beat, they packed in his zone, and they were like, go ahead, which is fascinating because Miami's such a great, you know, three-point shooting team, but they packed in the zone, and it really affected them. Yeah, it, what was it's it, pretty Tuck? interesting how the, it did. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm, I'm trying to remember, like, B.J. Tucker, I, he only got, I think, one three-point shot off in that game, and... Kyle Lowry was like a minus 10. Yeah, you could see he's not right. Yeah. Yeah, he, he looks com- completely different. It'll be interesting because now it's the onus is on Miami and, and what's the counterpunch for them? Stra- <clears throat> Screw says not played well. You know, he had a couple shots early, but last night, but really the all three games, he's had opportunities and he has not played well. Look at. They were seven for, for thirty 11. last night. You know, yeah. I mean, seven just, for thirty from three. Yeah, their their shooting was not great. Tyler Hero hit two, but he misses 
five others, Struss, you mentioned, like, he's missing eight, eight of those shots. They just, nothing was really falling for them that night. They just, they got yeah. muscled out. And it's funny because I, I kept, I was getting worried at times because I thought the lead should have been greater. Right? Like, there was a couple times where I was like, man, I can't believe it. Even in halftime, the, the he played so poorly. They were only down seven, which I thought was, was dangerous. And then, you know the difference, right? Like the di- what, what happens is in the third quarter that game is tight, right? And 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 who is the guy? It's not a veteran. It's Tyrese Maxey that that provides the spark. Yep. No, he went he went he off in that score. third. He could absolutely you know? score. And you're talking about what's not falling for for Miami was absolutely falling for Maxey to hit. F- I think he only missed one of his three-point shots in that game. Look, here you go. The game's tied. 3.08 to go in the third quarter. Now, the game's tied. You, you go, uh-oh, I was watching the game with my cousin. He's like, they're going to lose. Maxi bangs that three. Maxi, and then he has that drive. All of a sudden, 57-57 becomes 62-57. And B, three-point play. And, of course... Maxie takes over the early part of the of the fourth quarter, and he you know, hits that three to put them up ten, which was crucial. He sets up Tobias Harris for a three. He answers Jimmy Butler's three after Jimmy cut it to eight with six and a half to go. I mean, he was just he was answering bucket for bucket, and this kid's twenty one years old, Chris. No, I know, and just that's exactly what we're talking about with Embiid too, like. He doesn't need to do you everything out there, but when he's got that cast around him, like, look, you're getting 21 points from Maxi, you're getting 21 points from Green, Tobias Harris is getting right. you 10 rebounds. Like, suddenly everything's just clicking when you're able to work as that unit. And even a young guy like Maxi can show you, man, with just some big guy like that, you can go out there and you can just get buckets. Yeah, it's 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 wild. All right, uh, let's we get some trending. Monsei, we gotta get some trending. Monsei, how are you? I am well. How are you, Anthony? I'm a lot happier today because oh. of my squad. You know what I'm saying? Right, I know. But you forgot to say one thing about Joel Embiid's Instagram post that Jimmy Butler responded and he put "F yo mask." That's what he responded, which is very important to the post. It's very important. You're right. Yes, it is. You're right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I mean, hilarious. Uh, So, so funny. I can't wait to see how the series ends because that was such an exciting game, even though at the end it was a little boring because they were dominating. They were totally, totally dominating by the end of the game. And it wasn't just, you know, his presence, Joel Embiid's presence. It was a little help from everybody else, not just Tyrese Maxey. But what about Danny Green? Check this out all on the 76ers radio network. James back to Tyrese. Maxi drives it to the corner. Danny Green for three. Remy good. He hit the rim. It goes high into the air and cashes in for three. Seven made threes for Green. That helped. Both of them had 21 points. James Harden <laughs> had right 17 on. points. Yeah. Jimmy Butler had 33 in the loss. Uh, and we also had the Mavs playing the Suns. They beat them. Ruined Chris Paul's 37th birthday. 103 to 94. Jalen Brown. Brunson led the Mavs with 28 points after he struggled the first two games in Phoenix. Luka Doncic had 26, 13 rebounds, 9 assists, just one shy of a triple-double. Chris Paul struggled a little bit in the first half. Seven turnovers, had just 12 points in the game.
game. Devin Booker had 18 points. Both of those games, game four, will be on Sunday in Dallas and in Philly. We had four games in the Stanley Cup. The Bruins beat the Hurricanes 4-2 to make the series 2-1. We also got the Maple Leafs beating the two-time defending champions, the Tampa Bay Lightning 5-2. Jack Campbell had 32 saves for the Maple Leafs. Minnesota Wild beat the St. Louis Blues 5-1 to take a two-lead to take a two-lead in their two-one lead in their series. And the Edmonton Oilers dominated the LA Kings 8-2 for the second straight game, unfortunately. Evander Kane did have a hat-trick in his uh, first Stanley Cup playoff game for the Oilers, so that's exciting for him. And the WNBA started! Yay! The ladies have kicked off. That is right. The defending champs, the Chicago Sky, lost in overtime to the Sparks, though. And the Las Vegas Aces dominated the Phoenix Mercury, who are not playing with Brittany Griner, who is still being detained in Russia. But Becky Hammond earned her first win as a WNBA coach. How exciting for her. Oh, my, oh I love it, Monse. Great stuff. How, how was your week? It was so good. It was good. How was yours? All right. Well, it was a lot better now. So good. <laughs> right? I mean, what beats talking sports? Yeah. The Dodgers and, you know, I was just checking on. You know, on yeah. There. Oh, yeah. Good no, my, to have you in. My poor Dodgers had a, a rained out game today, so I believe they're doing a doubleheader tomorrow. Yeah, it's yeah. a shame. It was cool to be. I was looking forward to it. Me too. Six today. games were postponed because of weather today. Six or last yeah, night. Yeah, we're in the middle of a. It, it's been raining since yesterday morning, yeah. and the whole the whole region is flooded. I don't even know what that means. What do you mean it's flooded? What do you mean it won't stop raining? Yeah, what yeah, are you talking whole region, about? It, like it's called it, here. The weather where I'm at now. I'm in Philadelphia. But from New York, uh, through up to Boston, from D.C., and really from the Midwest on, it's just giant swath of a storm. Yeah. And it's uh, right now 52 degrees and pouring. I mean, no, no, no. Today was a beautiful day here in Southern California. I remember having to pump out. <laughs> our, our basement flooded one year back when I was in Toledo. What? What, what does yeah. that even mean? Like people talk about that or like having to remove snow so you can pull out your car. What are yeah, you guys say, talking yeah. about? Yeah, let me tell you. Every All in games fact, should just happen here in Southern California, especially for baseball. Just move them over here. <laughs> I think I'm... I, yeah, for no. us, we're, we're it's going to rain until tomorrow morning. So it's going to rain for almost, you know, two straight days. I hate on the rain, but I'm also wishing I could be somewhere else when it hits 120 here. But that doesn't happen out. very often. One twenty, you're you're exaggerating. Last last two years around Woodland Hills has been one twenty. I mean, I guess I don't know about Woodland Hills, but I one twenty sounds really. Mm, yes. No, es exagerado un poquito. No, you're not exaggerating. Really, I'm not. I'm not exaggerating. Are we not talking about really uh, Arizona? Because I hear in Arizona it gets like that. Right. You can call up Lincoln. Now closer to that. the water, right? Like when you're when you're when you're near the beach. What's the difference? Like almost 30 oh, degrees, Oh, that's right? like a oh, 30 degree yeah. difference. Yeah. No, but yeah. I live up in the valley. I live away from all that. Yeah. Yeah, no, dude, I know the valley's nasty. Yeah. It's, are you kidding me? Monse, it's good to have you. So Thank we you. Get you to chime in, all right? Yeah, I'll be you're, here. You're good. Holler. You're terrific. You got it. All right, we're the fellas, and Monse, she's a great fella, too. We love her. So uh, here's the deal. Coming up at about a half hour, um, we're going to talk to Dick Girardi. He's a friend of mine who's a derby expert. So the Kentucky Derby is today. 
So uh, we're going to talk to Dick about his Kentucky Derby. This is suss it all out. He's terrific. You want to pay attention to his stuff because he's going to get you. He'll get you a winner for this race. He'll figure that out. So we'll talk to him about that. We got NBA, obviously, and then also we got to touch on the NFL. Lots of NFL stuff to get to. Psycho Chris, who uh, is covers the Lions, he's got a whole mess of goodies. We'll get into all of it. We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, fellas. Back on this Fox Sports Saturday Derby Day. What are you doing, Chris? You having a big derby party? You going to the big derby party? No. I know Montse's probably going to the big derby party. <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't really do parties, especially when I have to be back here. But, man, it's a loaded day because we're going to have the derby, right? And before that, I'm going to be up. I'm going to be getting my nap, and I'm going to be up watching. This is the this is a soccer honking me, but Liverpool and Tottenham Hotspur. Huge match in the Premier League, and that goes right into the derby. So I'm going to end wow. then right after that, all the NBA action, man. It's a big sports yeah, Saturday. That's a good, that's a good sports day. Wow, right. You know. Don't forget about UFC 274. That's right. My man, there he is. Yeah. What's going on, Rick? Yo. My man, good to hear from you, buddy. Love the Rick. That, By the that way, was, how that about was kind of crazy oh. with Geisha getting like he he doesn't meet the um or who who was it that uh, Oliveira doesn't he loses the UFC belt by not making weight, which seems kind of crazy to me. But half pound, I these guys cut. I, I so UFC it's not one of my first loves, but like these guys cut like the things they have to do to cut weight to make mm-hmm. weight. It's it's almost yeah. barbaric the amount of water they have to shed like it's unreal it's unhealthy the idea that he's going to lose a belt just because he's a half pound over is just it's it's silly to me it's psychotic yeah I hear you I I, I agree with you there buddy I do I agree with you there by the way speaking of uh, soccer what's up. I saw one of the greatest games ever, and that was that real, real Madrid, Real Madrid, Man City match. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Yes, yes! Oh my I, God! Are you kidding me? I, I uh, there, there's a joke we always have about just you know royalty and having heritage when you're playing when you're playing in Europe and Manchester City with all the money. Like you know they're the new team. They they have all the money and everything, but. Even with that, even with a down year for Madrid to like, because Manchester City scores that first goal, right? And suddenly they're up, you know, I think two goals on aggregate or two, yeah, two goals on aggregate or so. Right. So, they were, they come in up five, four, three. They go up five, three with the goal. Everybody thinks it's over. And remember, they got a chance to go up two nil. And one of the defenders makes a great play. The ball's behind the goalie. And he gets it out. He saves it, kicks it out. And the next thing you know, as they're approaching extra time, bang, bang. Yeah, no, Rodrigo, Rodrigo like scores two goals in the, in the 90th yeah, minute. Terrific. And then yeah. in penalty to, to end it, Kareem Benzema just 
just oh my god, I, I I've never seen a collapse like that. And I've se- I was listening to the broadcast and they talk about you know Manchester City is too talented, too loaded for this team to walk away with no title in Europe. And I just kind of look at that. And I'm like, man, I I would never say that because you know because I've watched too many American sports. I've seen too many of those quote unquote greatest teams ever fall by the wayside with no rings. And but what Real Madrid did is fantastic and it's why they are still even in a down year for them still one of the just the beauties of Europe to, to pull out that performance yeah that was impressive they, now May 28th is the final Real Madrid versus Liverpool so we'll uh you gonna give me a pick on that one where the Absolutely. fellas right here on Fox there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Well, good morning, 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 good morning. It's 7 a.m. in the East, 4 a.m. in the West on a Fox Sports Saturday, May the 7th, Derby Day. It's going to be a lot of fun today. The Kentucky Derby coming up in uh, about 20 minutes. We'll have uh, a Derby expert on, Dick Girardi, who is live at Churchill Down. So, He's going to give us the color of Churchill Downs, what's going on, maybe some of the horses to watch, how to bet the thing. So he's going to give you the whole thing. As uh, there's there's a lot of fun surrounding the Kentucky Derby. It's a, it's one of the great great events. There be a, there'll be a hundred and fifty thousand people descend, and I got to get Dick Girardi to tell you about the um, watching the the private jets arrive in the morning. Like pigeons, uh, after you know somebody throws breadcrumbs at them, I mean it's it's wild how they just one by one land 
and uh, that place just swells for the Derby weekend. So we'll, we'll talk to Dick about that. We'll continue of our big brain on Brad a little bit later on to dive into the all of the uh, weekend's games. He's our betting expert, and, and it'll be a lot of fun. Where all the series stands, uh, you name it. So uh, we'll do that. It's a lot of fun. It's been a, it's a, been a fun NBA playoffs. Boston, Milwaukee today, and it's going to be a great one. We'll see how uh, how they re- how they respond. How the Celtics, after dropping the first game at home, they come back and in such an impressive fashion and win. But now, after a couple of days off, the sh- the series shifts to Milwaukee. So now what? Right? You know, you Tatum. Did not would seem like uh, they were able to corral Tatum a little in a little bit in Game Two. Okay, Tatum, Giannis in Game Two, as you saw Giannis struggle in Game Two just a little bit. You know, I mean, he gets his twenty eight, but still, remember they were able to just kind of box him around. He shot eleven for twenty seven, and you know, it, it, it's probably the best I've seen them play him. Well, we'll see again. Without Middleton, it's such uh there's so much on poor Giannis's shoulders. I mean, without without Middleton, it's such a big deal. So we'll see what Boston does. I mean, they played such a perfect game. Jalen was amazing. Jalen Brown, thirty in game two, made six threes. Tatum goes uh, for twenty nine. He makes five threes. And Al Horford talking about somebody sipping from the fountain of youth. Al Horford, it's amazing about system, right? So much of sports is about where you're at, what's the system in which you're playing. And you, it's never more clear with a guy like Al Horford who all of a sudden is back, right? Al Horford, it, it's, it looks great. And, you know, he's rebounding. He's in the perfect system. I saw him here when the, when the Sixers tried to go bully ball and pair Horford with Embiid. And he just looked lost. He looked. He looked like he was done. Looked like a guy that just had no idea. And he was at the end of his career. And all of a sudden, he's back in Boston and breathes life into him. It's pretty interesting, Chris. Yeah, it really is. Al Horford is just one of those guys. I remember when he was with the Hawks, like just a just a hellish gamer to really just play against and. Seeing him out there, I mean, that's that's kind of always been the secret for the Celtics, though. It always seems like every year they seem to roll out a team where you look at it, it's like, all right, there's not, you know, not a ton of names there, and you see some guy like Al Horford who's on a, you know, a dude. I of, thought he was done. I mean, I yeah. really did. I love Al. Al's one of the great people you that, ever want to meet, too. Yeah, no, he he's a fantastic human being. But I'm saying is like that just seems to be what the Celtics always do. Like they'll throw a guy like mm-hmm. Horford in who seems at the end of the career, and suddenly. He's playing there alongside Tatum, and he's just he's just doing well again. And she's got he's got a new new life in it. And it's, it, I think again, just you know, you you contrast Milwaukee and Boston there, and it's what we were talking about there, you know, last hour with about Embiid and having the weight off your shoulders. Like right now, Antetokounmpo without Middleton kind of has to do everything. Whereas for the Celtics, they don't need a guy to do everything. They just play really good team ball, and a lot of that means is that guys can be can come in when they're fresh, when they're ready and you know play play and play to their strengths and have their weaknesses diminished and that's exactly what's I think helping Horford get 
kind of second life here. It's that system yeah. that, that Boston. I don't. I almost don't want to call it a system, but you know what I mean, right? It's like it's that style of play. It's how they've built the team. It's how they operate. Everyone on the same page. It's just. I, I think that's just plays a big part here. Yeah, I, I'm with you, brother. I, I, it's, it's. You see the football all the time, right? Like if you're, it all depends on the system. I've seen kids. You know, I mean, look at Kurt Warner. He's a perfect example. The, the Al Horford example is go go back to Kurt Warner. Do you remember when he was with the Giants? He looked like he was done. Yeah, they just didn't know how to goes, do him. Right? And then Shoving he goes a... to Arizona, and look what happened. Get yeah. some Super Bowl. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, we see it all the time with Bill Belichick's team, right? And I, I, heard, I heard it this you know past weekend when it came to the draft and everyone was talking about it. It's like, all right, why are they taking Cole Strange out of Chattanooga? And it's like, hold, hold, hold your role here because Bill Belichick knows exactly what he wants for his system. And other guys who, you know, they, they play well in other places, but then, you know, he, he goes and Bill Belichick will go and get someone to come to the Patriots, right? And it's like he knows exactly how this guy is going to fit in. And not every system is the same. Not everyone plays the same style of, of ball, be it in football, basketball, soccer, wherever, like, if you have a clear vision of what you are playing, how that you play it, and what guys fit that system, it it means the world. It changes everything, and it changes the perception of a lot of a lot of players too when they're both playing. Again, the Kurt Warner example you said, inside the system versus outside the system, inside what you fit, where you play best versus just being forced square peg into a round hole. Lord knows, I saw it every year with Matt Patricia when he was the coach of the Detroit Lions, like. Just trying <laughs> trying to make guys who clearly can't like hey Jared Davis can't play coverage as a linebacker. Why are you still insisting he play coverage linebacker? I think Jared Davis is a fine athlete, but he can't play coverage. Don't ask him to play coverage. <laughs> oh my God, it's the truth. It is like you know, it all everything. When you look at corners, right? Like, are they pressed man? Are they zone? What's the whole, I mean, it, it's amazing how system, whatever it is, whatever the system is or whatever, you know, you're, you're playing, it just, it can just make a guy look so great or so, or so done. Right. It, it's, it's truly amazing. Like, imagine, imagine, if we took, imagine we took like an old guy like Tom Brady and asked him like, Hey, you know, we need you to run around out there like Patrick Mahomes to make this work. Be crazy. Right. right exactly. Yep, yep. But anyway, we'll see that. That's going to be a lot of fun. That that series, I do wish Middleton was playing, just to see both teams at full he strength. That's so a great series. Year. He was such an underappreciated piece of why the Bucks won the title last year, and you know it just. Yeah, I hear you, buddy. I hear you. And then uh, so that'll be fun. It'll be uh, Milwaukee today, three thirty uh, Eastern, twelve thirty Pacific, and then tonight. Cannot wait for that one on ABC. The series shifts from Memphis to San Francisco, Golden State, too, which is going to be so much fun watching Ja again. Steph, this whole series is a blast. Ja erupts 47 in game two. Ridiculous, dude. 47. Are you kidding me? Oh, it was unbelievable, man. How well he played just to dominate. And after the struggle in game one, comes back, 
and just had such a great game, man. That was uh, an amazing one. What a, what a series that's been. Remember uh, the buzzer beater by Golden State in Game One, and the, and next thing you know, it, it's it's jog going all 47 game two that's a fun series dude yeah i feel like golden state you, you mentioned the buzzer beater they definitely stole one here but i'm more interested in just what it's going to be like and kind of the this is this is kind of my pro wrestling coming out but i'm i'm going to be interested on the personal side because dylan brooks he suspended one game here for you know the flagrant two on gary payton uh junior or the second i sorry i forget which it yeah. is but like that's the kind of thing that sets a mood for a series. So I'm kind of curious, you know, I, I don't expect retaliation or anything like that, but I'm c- going to be curious in how this one kind of plays out, how how chippy guys are going to be. Because Steve, Steve, St- Stephen Kerr was just livid after that, after what Brooks did. And you only yes. get, he only gets a one-game suspension, which, I, I mean, I, I've heard some people say it's not enough, but I believe, um, who was it? Was it... Grayson Allen for the Bucks because he 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 gave a uh, similar injury on a flagrant two to Alex Caruso and he only got one game back then too. I don't think this is something that the NBA can just legislate off the top, just kind of on a whiteboard like this, like the NFL does. I think they're just dictated it's got to be one game. But you know, I, I I thought it was excessive. I don't I don't know what, what how you felt about the Dylan Brooks play, but it was just. It was nasty. It was dirty. It was the kind of stuff you don't really want to see, but it's also the kind of uh, you know incident that can really set the mood for two teams as they're coming back in Game Three. You know, each one wanting to take the lead in the series, and it could get chippy real fast. I got to tell you that that's playoffs, man. That's what makes the playoffs so great, dude. You know what I mean? Like that's what makes it fantastic. This isn't just another it's, game it's, here. It's like, there's bad blood. Yes, yes. Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, we're going to take a quick to. We will come back and uh, we'll get you set for the Kentucky Derby. Montse, you going to wear the hat? You got any hats today? You got, I know you're going to a derby party. Oh no, I'm not. I'm actually not a fan of that. That's, no, no, I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat animals, and I don't like that sport. To be honest, so I, you will never see me at one of those. I don't care how cute the hats are. I won't be there. Okay, I figured you for at, you know, your fashionista. Yeah, yeah, you. Know, I mean, I, I agree. I like the fashion. I'm, I'm not against it, but I, I, I have a hard time supporting that sport. So I won't be there. To be All honest. right, you got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll drink an extra right, well, for Oh no, I'm not saying I'm not drinking. Yeah. Oh no, I'll, I'll be drinking. <laughs> I, I just I'm saying I won't be there giving my money to that, but I'll just be drinking on the side. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll, t- well t- I just I didn't expect you to be in Churchill Downs. I just thought maybe you wants to go to a party. That's all. I will party. The party's just about the party. Right. There you go. I'll party. I just right. won't be there. You know. I hear. Get down you. with the mint julep aunt. A, a mint julep? No, it's no. too sweet. No, it's no. terrible. I'm not big on mint either. I was just, I was just curious because it seems like it's the drink only this time of year that people make. Like it's, well, I, yeah, I never it's hear anyone there. get a mint That's julep. That drink. Yeah, I, I don't know anyone who drinks yeah. that ever. It's a great name. Yeah, it's, it's, you know what it is, Monte. It's not a, it's not a, it's, it's not a cocktail that you would have regularly. It's known for the Kentucky Derby. Oh. That part of the country, in in Kentucky. It's that 
that's the kind of it's it's the drink of the derby. So you, anyway, you're forced to drink well, something disgusting because of the event. I wouldn't call it disgusting. Yeah, I mean, it's like, a lot of people like it. It's it's like a mojito, like, but it's with whiskey. Wow, you're you're anti yeah, you're anti tradition, man. Look at you. <laughs> Look at that. First of all, you guys were both saying that it wasn't good. You were both saying it wasn't good. No, I'm just not a fan of mint. I was just curious how other people got down with it. Oh, yeah. I don't like mint at all. Are you ready? I'll give you the recipe. You tell me if you're, if you're, I don't know. You you might have a, you might like it actually. Um, Here you go. Here's your mint julep recipe. You're going to use eight mint leaves. Nope. A quarter ounce simple syrup, two ounces of bourbon, and then you're going to get bitters. I'll just you drink down the with bur- that or no? No, I'll just drink the bourbon. You like the bourbon, right? You get a little crushed ice. Yeah, but I don't need oh. anything else. You don't like any of the mint sprigs. You're out. I don't that. like mint lemon? in anything. I don't like like mint ice cream or like those Girl Scout cookies that everybody raves about. I'm not. I'm just not. Oh, uh, you're out on the mint. Yeah, it's really? the mint that's really throwing me off. To be honest yeah, with I'm, you, I'm usually out on mint too. You're yeah. out on mint too. It's toothpaste. I man. love the mint. Toothpaste. You don't like gum. The only you don't thing. Chew gum? No, no, I do that's not chew different. gum. The only thing. The only thing vaguely mint. mint I'll get down with is peppermint patties. No. Yeah, I do not like the peppermint patties. Oh, I like the peppermint idol. patties. Everything else, though, I'm not on mint. No, I I wouldn't even say that a gum is that type of mint. It's different. Spearmint, yeah. Yeah, it's di- that mint is like sweet, and I don't. I don't know. Well, I'm sure I'm sure the julep is sweet. Again, it's kind of like you know a lot of people around here drink. Yeah, mojito, I mean, so. you can cut. Well, it is. It's got a mojito flair to it. You like a mojito? No, no, gracias. Pass. No. No, wow, no mojito I, I, I will for say, you. I will say, no. I, I have plenty. I know the mint julep, you know, you get it at the right place, sometimes come in the copper mug. I got plenty of those. Oh, but yeah. But that's right, usually right, because right. I've, I make a lot of Moscow mules. Right, I was going to say, don't they uh, come? Do you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's like the, the main mix. What's the Moscow drink. mule? What's in that? So that's just, it's, it's vodka, lime juice, and then you get a ginger beer, like kind of a ginger ale but it's got a lot more botanical ginger in it it comes off spicy okay it's like sweet and spicy it's it's really good i, I got you sometimes yeah. you get a little bit of mint in it but you know it's right. I, people just for whatever reason they knew i drank it so for, for about three years running all my relatives got me moscow mule copper mugs for christmas so <laughs> yeah. i have like a dozen a half a dozen of them including two with lions logos on it detroit lions so oh, just, that's cool yeah it's an easy do, it's an easy gift any uh did you do any uh, margaritas the other day? Yeah, you, you margaritas. Yes, I did. Thank you. Yes, it was Cinco de Drinco, and I definitely had a margarita. Maybe two or go. three. Good. Good, good, good. I'm I'm proud of you. All right, we're going to take a quick T.O. and come back. We'll suss out the derby for you. Lots to get to. We're the fellas and Monse right here. Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Welcome back, fellas. And it is a uh, it's an amazing day today. Great sports day as we get we love our spring and our spring sports, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. So much fun, right? There's a Canelo fight tonight. There's big soccer action, but it's also a beautiful day in Kentucky at Churchill Downs. The running of the Kentucky Derby, always a favorite, always a fun weekend. And joining us live at, in church, at Churchill Downs right now, let's get my man. I tell you, I tell you about him all the time, especially around this time of the year. His name is Dick Girard. He's been covering the Derby forever, and he's a staple down there, originally from the Philadelphia Daily News, and now for many outlets, he is the great Dick Girardi. Dick. Anthony, what's up, buddy? It's Derby Day. This is your day, and uh, you've been down there. In fact, after the uh, you had a brief stint with the with COVID and everything else, where you haven't been down, and and now you're back in your stomping grounds. What, what's it been like? What was the Oaks like yesterday? It, it was fun. There was a hundred thousand people there yesterday. We're back to full capacity, and as you know, as you mentioned, I was here thirty-one years in a row for the Daily News, which I loved every moment of. I got out full time in twenty seventeen, and I hadn't been back for five years, so it was kind of like coming back to a place that you know well but you missed. Uh, so it's, I got here Tuesday afternoon, spent some time uh, hanging out with some old friends and. People I just hadn't seen in a while, and uh, now it's gambling time. Uh, yesterday didn't go well, but but today is another day, pal. <laughs> it's a new day, baby. That's right. <laughs> that's there's always another race to bet on. That's the beauty of the of of, of the horses. And it's a major, major day. First, uh, let's check the weather for a little bit. What's uh, What's the weather like? Uh, any, I know it's it's a lot of rain up here in the Northeast. So yeah, we're good. The rain passed through here yesterday. It wasn't like a lot. I think it was actually uh, missed uh, what they expected. It wasn't nearly what they expected. So 
a low of 52 today, a high of 64. A little overcast, but, yeah, no rain in, in the forecast. So we should have a fast uh, racetrack uh, all day long. First post is actually 1030. The derby goes right around 7 o'clock. Oh, that's perfect. That sounds incredible. All right, so let me uh, let me ask you. Let, let's kind of dive into this thing because you have sussed out many, many derbies. And one of the things that we talk about is figuring out how the race will be run because that's going to be everything, right? Like how it for, – for, we call it game script in sports parlance – like it, when it comes to the derby, you're trying to figure out how this thing's going to get, how it's going to run. What, what are you kind of looking? How do you see it moving? Right. I never make a really big bet unless I can see the race beforehand. Meaning, just what you said. How is it going to play out? Which horses is, is it going to help? Which horses is it, is it going to hurt? This derby, I think, is not all that difficult to get a sense of who's going to be where and 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 the what. So Epicenter, the three, there's the two horses inside of him have absolutely no speed. Uh, so he's going to show speed. The four, Summer is Tomorrow, is all speed. Messier, the six, uh, is California speed, so he'll be out there. And I suspect the 17, uh, Classic Causeway, will be out there. Now, Summer is Tomorrow and Classic Causeway are likely to finish 19th and 20th. They have no chance. But they'll okay. be out there. On the front, you know, if you're the owner, you can cheer for your horse for half a mile and then watch him retreat through the field. Um, but <laughs> they ensure a little bit of a, a reasonable pace. What I'm hoping for, Anthony, is the horses I mentioned. I'm hoping Epicenter is somewhere in that top four. Uh, and look, in a perfect world, he's first coming out of the first turn. I don't know that that's going to happen, but just in the ballpark because you just don't want to get too far behind in a 20-horse race. It's just, I mean, it's one thing if it's a six-horse right. race. All the other thing with 20. You don't want to get into traffic. So I think the pace will be decent, not overwhelming. You want to be close to the pace. Uh, Derby winners in recent years have all been within a couple of lengths of the front. I think Epicenter fits the pattern better than any horse in the field. So that's who I like. Um, and I'm going to key him in my exact bets first and second with a bunch of horses, as many as I can, depending on what my bankroll looks like around 7 o'clock tonight. Because uh, <laughs> the cool thing about the Derby, because it's a 20-horse field, you get prices you'll never get in another race all year. Uh, I mean, you could have, right. say, a 5-to-1 over an 8-to-1, and the exact to pay is $125. That, that doesn't happen in a wow. normal race. Uh, wow, you're and, right, right, right. And, and somebody who might bet that exact for $200 just turned 200 into 12,000. So this is a good thing. Right. Uh, that, that's why I love the track. I know you and I have chatted about it. Look, we all love sports betting, and it's fun. But you bet 200, let's say you're going to bet 200 on the Sixers tomorrow, minus two. Well, you win 200. You can bet 200 here right. for 10,000. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. It's harder, but you can win it. <laughs> So, so give me some of those horses. Uh, Messier is an interesting horse because of what it went through, and I guess uh, the the last it's it lost or it came in second, and because I think there was a lot of a, a lot of uh, hype around Messier. Yeah, he had Anthony. He had won his previous race by fifteen lengths, which is the reason yeah. there was hype around him. 
in the last race in the Santa Anita Derby, he was in against another really fast horse. And they ran out and kind of battled each other into oblivion. Well, the other horse finished last. Messier actually held on for second. He lost to his stablemate. He's in this race. Tabor is a very good horse. But let's say Messier, instead of dueling with another horse, let's say this time he's out there by himself. Look out. He might win big again like he did two races ago. So that's why he's wow. in the It's all about that first uh- 500 yards of the race, that, that's where they start to sort themselves out. And you, in, in a perfect world, if you're riding Messier, Johnny Velasquez will ride him. He'd like to be in front, and he's finished in front in the last two derbies, and he did it the same way both times. Got his horse out in front and never looked back. Wow. All right, so how, what other horses do you think you give him any kind of shot? Yeah, so, it, again, how I'm going to do it is going to depend, again, on prices, uh, bankroll at the time, and uh, different variables. But here are the horses I like with the three. And, and if Epicenter doesn't run first or second, you can rest assured I will be getting on the airplane tomorrow with minimal paper in my pocket. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> That needs to happen. That's the first thing that needs to happen. And then another. And then I need to find one of these other horses. So Messier, for sure, the six. Uh, the seven crown pride, uh, the Japanese horse who has just been an eye opener down here. Uh, just the workout on Wednesday that I got a chance to see, it was just like, whoa. And I was standing next to the pros from the daily racing forum. They do this every day. I mean, they, they see hundreds of horses every day and they were dazzled by crown pride. So I think he's live in this thing. He was 17 to one overnight. Uh, charge it. The Todd Fletcher horse has only run a couple times, I think, is a possibility. Tabe, I just mentioned, here's a good long shot for people if they want to use with uh, with Epicenter. This is the, this is the one where you, I think this exacty could pay 300. Let's, let's say you don't have to bet it for 200 like I might do, but bet it. But you bet it for two dollars, you win 300. You bet it for 200, you win 30,000. Uh, so simplification is going to be 25, 30 to one. Um, and two others, White Barrio, the 15, and Zozos, the 19. Those are the kind of numbers I'm going to play with. Um, again, trying to get one of them in, in an exact box with Epicenter. Uh, and if that happens, uh, I will not be coming home empty-handed. <laughs> uh, Dick's going to know this. We're going to Dick Girardi, uh, who does such a great job. He's covered the Derby for numerous outlets and publication who, who are you working for uh which of the many outlets are you doing stuff for this week right so, so this year anthony i've been doing a lot of radio spots for uh my buddies at betonline.ag they, they you know this they have a lot of prop bets on the derby including like the margin of victory and that's one of the prop bets i actually like over a one length is it's basically a pick em bet and the derby's almost always won by more than one length so i kind of like that one um, so, so yeah, that that I've been doing some stuff for them. Uh, 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 Parks rate. I've been doing some stuff for uh, Let's Go Racing Parks dot com. Write a column a week for them. Uh, wrote something early in the week. You'll love this about my first derby as a fan. I came in nineteen seventy eight. I was at Pimlico on a Friday afternoon. I said, you know what? I think I'm going to go to the derby and bet on a firm. I slept in the airport, walked to the track in the morning, bet two hundred on the firm, got got in the airport, went out. <laughs> Are you got to be kidding me? Oh True my story. God, that's fantastic! Oh, yeah. yeah, let's go racingparks.com. You can read that. One. What was it? What was it like? 
it was it was surreal. You know what's fascinating about it, Anthony? When you come back like now, back then the Twin Spires was the highest point at Churchill Downs, and there was just a roof underneath it that went straight across. Now it's just been built up. It's like it's like a city that didn't have any skyscrapers. You know, like Philadelphia way back in the day, right? Couldn't go higher than Billy Penn's hat. Uh, and now all the skyscrapers have come out, except they're at Churchill Downs. They're just one huge building after another. That's where all the celebs hang out and the people that are willing to pay five, ten grand to have a ticket tonight. That's so wild. That's so cool. What What is, and, and let's talk about this for one second, because I'm fascinated. Hunter S. Thompson did... Uh, <laughs> His derby, his derby piece is like one of the legendary, legendary. derby pieces. Yep. What, what? What's it like, man? What's what's it like? You know, uh, now at at uh, seven thirty six Eastern time, you'll I guess soon see the array of uh, uh, of the private jets touch down like uh, you know pigeons at a boardwalk, right? Uh, looking for crumbs and just. Gonna, descend in on this town what's this whole weekend like yeah it's the best way to describe it is just a gigantic party and and go online and read hunter thompson's story it, <laughs> well, it was for some magazine i don't remember the name of it anymore but he i mean he came here and it was just he's talking about the guys in the white suits and people throwing up on the guy's shoes i mean it was just I remember when I came to my first one to cover it, which was at a paper in Baltimore for eighty four in eighty four, and I, I walked out into the, uh, into the infield, and he was exactly right. It was total debauchery, uh, and the, all the weekend there's parties all over town, Louisville, all the way to Lexington, which is an hour away. And Lexington is really where the that that's the home of all the horse farms in Kentucky, or most of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's gonna be one hundred and fifty thousand people here today. Uh, it's uh, the only, I think the only event in the U.S. that has a bigger crowd, and I don't know if they still do, is the Indianapolis 500, just because they have more room. Um, but, yeah, and they're coming from all over the world. And as you said, a lot of people haven't even gotten here yet. They don't even have hotels. They're just going to fly in their jets. It could be here now, maybe get here in a couple hours. They, they get zipped over in cars and dropped off and picked up and, you know, spend like twenty, thirty thousand, try to cash a few bets, and then they go go off to the next thing, probably going to the Canelo fight in Vegas tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's fantastic. Uh, the this Donner S. Thompson story is titled, the uh, headline is, The Kentucky Derby is Decadent and Depraved. And his lead is, I got off the plane around midnight, and no one spoke as I crossed the dark runway to the terminal. The air was thick and hot, like wandering to a steam bath. Inside, people hugged each other and shook hands. Big grins and whoops here and there. By God, you old bastard. Good to see you, boy. Damn good, and I mean it. And he just goes on and on and on. It's fantastic. Just oh it's gosh. such a great depiction of what that thing is. And then you'll see all the characters, right? Like the the mint juleps and the hats, like the derby hats and all and all and all the the, the, the models and actors and athletes. Uh, uh, for sure. There, there's one guy that walks around with a hat that has the twin spires on it. <laughs> It, it, and you you can't miss him. I mean, it's, it's impossible to miss. But yeah, I mean, uh, 
the the women with the dresses and the hats and it, it it's just the scene. I know you said you haven't made it yet, but yeah, once in your life you need to come down just to just to observe it. And I, and that Hunter Thompson had it. He, I mean, he's one of the legendary writers in in our it, ever in the history of American journalism. And the best part about him, Anthony, was he just didn't care at all about about anybody or anything. And he and he just wrote what he saw. Yeah, that's it. That's that was the kind of coolest thing about, you know, his work, and he began that whole Gonzo journalism thing, which we we both love, and that's you know participatory. Yes, we do journalism. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, just being a part uh, of it. Yeah, regularly uh, imitated, never duplicated. Hunter Thompson, one of a kind. I know. I, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but I will say this: like that, that it's a piece of Americana. And it's no, a lot of sure. fun. So, you know, no that, that's going to be a, it's just going to be a great story and, and it's going to be so much fun. What was your favorite derby? If I ask you this question, what, yep. would be, what was your favorite derby you ever covered, you were ever at? So I'll answer that two ways. The best performance I ever saw in the Derby was 2006, Barbaro. Uh, it was just all inspiring. And, of course, everybody knows how the story ended, where he got hurt in a preakness and it was a sad ending. But it was an incredible uh, in-race performance. My favorite derby by far is 2004. Smarty Jones, PA bred from what was then known as Philadelphia Park. I knew all the people. You know, it'd be like it would almost be like a triple a triple A team win of the World Series. Uh, it's like the, wow, that's the, great. The, the, yeah. the B track taking on all the heavyweights. Yeah, he can't win. He's from Philadelphia Park. And John Service, who's he? And Stuart Elliott, and of course the Chapmans, who own the auto dealership and. Pennsylvania, and he was brilliant. He was the best Derby winner, uh, uh, Derby Preakness winner that I've covered. I mean, it was just brilliant. He set the record for the margin and the Preakness, and they stole the Belmont from him. It was just unfair what happened. He should have been a Triple Crown winner. But, yeah, that was my favorite just because I knew all the players. That's cool. That's such a cool thing. And, uh, by the way, Embiid comes back last night. We were talking about this yeah. yesterday on my I'm local happy show. For you, buddy. <laughs> the the phantom of the process. That's I great. mean, it, it's, a great it's pretty good, right? The the black yep. mask, and he's yep. so great at the theater of it, which was pretty I cool. Love him. Yeah, and that will got good is. for all the Sixers fans because that look if they, if they're going to go out, if they do, you just want at least to have their best player play, and that wouldn't even have exactly. Yeah, that's no, that's no good. That you, you, then you would have been a what if thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, he made so much difference last night, and good for all the, especially you, because I know your heart is really into this, and so uh, I'm rooting. I'm rooting as much for you as I am for the team, because I know how much <laughs> this means to you. I'm kind, I'm I just, love you, I'm brother. One of these, yeah, I'm one of these guys. I only root when I bet anymore, but uh, I'm I'm rooting for you. Pal. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, brother. Listen. Kill it, go epicenter, and come on with all the money and enjoy yourself. It's going to be a great day. Thanks, brother. You're the best. You got it. Thanks, Anthony. There he is, the great Dick Girardi joining us and uh, from Churchill Downs in that incredible, incredible uh, scene. All right, I got to get Monse up here for some trending. Hello, Monse. Hi. Question. Can the weather stop the Kentucky Derby? Is that a thing? Or, like, no. does it happen rain or shine, lightning, snow, whatever? 
the term sloppy comes yeah. to mind. <laughs> but, yeah. it, but really, yeah, they, so- that's where they say you're a mutter ah. because they run in the, in the mud. Wow, I did not know that. You know, last night yeah. in the MLB, six games were postponed because of weather. They're all going to be made go. up at some point. No modders in baseball. No, not at all. But there was still plenty of baseball to watch. The Rays beat the Mariners 8-7 with the pinch hitter in the ninth inning, all on the Rays radio network. And I'm going to play for you because it's great. Give me a second because I was going to play the wrong one. Here you go. The 1-1. Swing and a high fly ball. Left center field and deep. Back to the wall. Rodriguez. It is gone. Manuel Margoahead did it again. A three-run homer. And the Rays take an 8-6 lead here in Seattle. You could just feel it like you were there. That's how I want to hear my highlights. The, <laughs> the Cardinals beat the Giants 3-2. The Padres beat the Marlins. The Diamondbacks beat the Rockies. The Angels shut out the Nationals 3-0, giving them their third straight win. Do you believe that the Angels are going to keep this up all season? I love the Angels. I do. I'm rooting for them. I love that lineup. That lineup is ridiculous. I know. I know. I'm rooting for them. I like, you know, I'm a fan of talent. I know I'm I'm a Dodgers fan, but I'm a fan of talent. So I'm rooting for Mike Trout. I'm rooting for uh, Shohei Otani. I'm a big Trout fan. Yeah. I I, I agree. I love Otani. Ward. I like their lineup. I mean, yeah, I I like their lineup a ton. Yeah. Rondon is starting to hit a little bit, too, so that's a good sign. Yeah, so I'm hoping that at least make the playoffs. At least make the playoffs and make it Make it fun yeah, for everybody. I'd like to see, I, I want to see Trout make the playoffs and right. Otani, but I, I, but Mike Trout, after all these years, as the best player in baseball, needs to make the playoffs and needs to win a series. Like, come on, let's do it. Let's do it before it's too it's too you. late, right? Yes. I know. The Twins edged out the Athletics. Byron Buxton hit his ninth homer of the season. The Astros beat the Tigers. The Brewers beat the Braves. Ronald Acuna hit a 450 foot home run. But check it out. On one pitch, there's a deep drive to center. That's sailing pretty far back. That thing is gone. A violent swing from Acuna. And he drills his first home run of the year just to the right of the batter's eye. He swung so hard he fell down. He fell down. He he swung so hard. He <laughs> fell at home plate. Thanks to the Braves Radio Network for that one. And the White Sox beat the Red Sox 4-2. to two. So despite six games being postponed, we still had plenty of baseball. Back to you, Anthony. Good stuff. Thank you, Monse. We'll come back in a big hour ahead. We'll get, dive into the NFL and kind of look at the draft. And we have our Lions Insider with us as well. So we'll get back to Psycho Chris to analyze that and uh, all the other teams. Great stuff. The fellas right here on Derby Day, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Fellas, on a Fox Sports Saturday. All right, so we got Boston, Milwaukee, 3.30 Eastern, 12.30 Pacific. We got Memphis, Golden State. That's 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. So that's going to be our schedule today. Then Mother's Day, happy birthday. Happy Mother's Day to all of our great moms out there. We got Suns Mavs, 3.30 Eastern, 12.30 Pacific. And then Heat Sixers game four. And that's at 8 p.m. Mother's Day evening and uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time. So that's our 
NBA schedule. Uh, are you watching any hockey, Chris? Because hockey's been fun. It's been flying around. I haven't really picked out a lot of time. Hockey for me is kind of on and off. I obviously grew up in the age of the Red Wings and Detroit and everything, but I haven't really been in these playoffs too much. If I catch it on, I'll catch it on because it's fantastic to watch. You tell me overtime in playoff hockey, I'm there. But um, I, as you say, it's it's a loaded slate, so sometimes it gets lost in the noise. But who is it? Uh, I think this the series with uh, what was it Minnesota and St. Louis has been fantastic. I believe. Or is it the uh, yeah yeah? And, no, well, Blues win the first game, and then uh, Minnesota comes back and wins the next two. That that's been fun. There's the 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 uh, Florida Washington series is uh, tied at one. That goes back to Washington today. Yeah, Rangers. So Pittsburgh, they're a big underdog against Florida. What's Ran- that? I was going to say Rangers Pittsburgh. That's kind of a star-studded kind of game there. Yeah, yeah. and the friend game one Pittsburgh wins in triple overtime. Yeah, Rangers come back win five two. That was a lot of fun. I I watched the triple overtime. That's what I'm talking about, man. That playoff hockey where anything can happen. It does. I mean, it's it's amazing. Uh, Lance all over the Nashville. That series goes to Nashville. We'll talk about it. We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. I hope you're having a wonderful Saturday morning. It's 8 a.m. in the East, 5 a.m. in the West, and we begin Derby Day, May the 7th. Hopefully, uh, you're going to have a great day and have some fun. Maybe uh, have a little derby party or whatever strikes your fancy. Here in the uh, East Coast, we're deluged by a storm that is 
dropped the rain since yesterday morning and is not supposed to stop until sometime tomorrow. So a weekend filled with rain, which has postponed a lot of baseball throughout the uh, country, at least the eastern part of the country. And uh, also, it has just made us keep our eye on the arena and the indoor acts, and that's the NBA. We've been having a lot of fun all day day talking about the NBA and how fascinating the last, you know, last night was with Dallas winning – Luca gets help from Jalen Brunson and the Mavs. I, I love that Mavs team, man. I, I do. I think they're so plucky. They're a tough team. Uh, I've, I've always had a little bit of a – I'm a Mark Cuban fan, and I, I love the way that organization does things, and I love Luca watching them. And Jalen Brunson is uh, near and dear. He's a Jay Wright Villanova kid, tough ball player. And uh, I I love the way they play the game, man. And, and listen, Phoenix is tremendous. And geez, they, the uh, you know, listen, Justice is that's their year, right? Like they're playing such great ball. But I'm enjoying the series. That's a really good one. Memphis today out west. Uh, ja, the, the, ja, Steph Curry is theater of the of the greatest. I mean, it's amazing. Poole, who has been such a story. The young players have been such a great story this postseason so far. Certainly around one, right, where you talk about Anthony Edwards from Minnesota and what he did, and then that takes me to Tyrese Maxey. So all morning I've been talking about Joel Embiid and the phantom of the process who comes off with the broken orbital bone, right? He's got the fracture of the orbital bone for the second time in his career, mind you. And he puts on the mask, and after missing the first two games with a concussion, he plays in game three, and he means the world to that team. It's why he should be a runaway MVP award winner for this year. Look, I wouldn't, you know, you would give me Joker last year. That's fine. I mean, I think, you know, it's probably fair because Embiid missed a lot of games, and I think the Joker was. Probably deserve it, I think, of the MVP last year. But you can't give me this year, no. No way. No way can you give me this year. So we'll see uh, I, I who wins it. We It should be coming down, I think, tomorrow. We'll, we'll find out. But I'll tell you the one thing. He, If you watch them a little bit, you know he's the MVP. The Sixers are a completely different team. Even during the game when he's on the bench, uh, you might have noticed, Chris, did you notice last night during the game when you watch the Sixers, when he just is on the bench, they struggle? Yeah, I just – every everything – it's it's one of those classic problems, man, just when everything revolves around a guy like that. Like, <laughs> he, he's a problem no matter what. Yes. And there was a point at the end of the first quarter, at the end of halftime – excuse me, in the halftime – when their lead shrunk, it should have been double digits, it shrunk to seven, and then it shrunk again in the third quarter. But Tyrese Maxey is the guy that I want to kind of talk about a little bit because he's a young kid, 21 years old, out of Kentucky, and while the big guy deservedly gets all the love, and he should, the Tyrese Maxey story is an amazing one. You might have saw him during the draft. It was the pandemic draft. And he was with his dad, who's a who's a beautiful guy, and 
what what he's so proud of his son and the whole thing. And he just plays with a spirit and he plays with a joy. And it's amazing. He's got zero points. It's the first half. He doesn't score. Deep in the third quarter, he's got zero. And then he erupts for 21 from the between the middle of the third quarter and the fourth quarter. And basically, with the game tied at 57, he hits a big three, and then he's got a big drive to the basket to put the Sixers up five. And I just keep going. Uh, he's 21. I, it's amazing. And he's impossible. It's impossible not to root for him. He's that plays with that kind of love and joy when you watch him uh, play the game. I like to, you know, I do this thing where I call Maximus. His <laughs> name is M A X E Y. So I just add the M U S and call him Maximus. Maximus. The Roman. In fact, I, I was doing that on my show and I got the Sixers to do it off the Gladiator theme. So they do it inside the arena now where they play that, where the crowd chants Maximus. So you've got so, you've uh, got the phantom you've got the phantom of the process, and Maximus, are you not entertained? You've got uh, you've got you got like the whole circus here. That's awesome. No, I I think for Maxi, like well, you know how my mind works. My no, mind works in story. It it does. It, so it's I like fantastic. to create a story around things. So this is a great story to have a young guy like that in the team too. Just provides so much. Just fire and. Like you said, you mentioned John Moran earlier. This is kind of the year where you're starting to see the next generation of a lot of players. But for Maxi to do it at such a young age, like you know, we we talk about rookies and even young players in in the NBA was like, all right, you know, when you're taking a guy out of college these days, you're waiting like what five years, maybe more, for to really see the potential. For Maxi to go off for 21 points in pretty much a quarter alone is. Uh, yeah, I mean, and at that position too, as a point guard, and listen, to take he's over been game doing like it that. and doing it and doing it. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's amazing. Like this whole playoffs, really the whole season, but the playoffs, he he has come out. It's been a coming out party where you go, he this kid's a star, and you know what it is too, Chris. He looks, it's uncanny. He's got a lot of AI in him, undersized two guard who's fearless, who's really really quick who could take over the game. He reminds me of Allen in so many ways. Yeah, and I think the the great thing, too, is like he's playing with a lot of veterans around him that's just really helping out. But, to say, but like, I, 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 don't, I don't think Harden has completely fallen off like some people are trying to reclaim. But at the same time, like, he can pick up the slack when Harden has kind of a slow night, right? It's like the, the yes. cool thing about this starting lineup for the Sixers is there's really, as long as Embiid's playing, there's really no weakness here. It's going to go to Green or it's going to go to Maxi, or Harris is going to get you rebounds. Like, Maxi can go out there and feast and play what's most comfortable to him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you saw it last night. Like, you just need a switch to turn on and he can get up and go. And that kind of fire just really puts, like, the Heat had no answer for it and it really put the game out of reach for them. I know, man. I know. It's pretty amazing, you know that that spurt. You know, it's amazing because he comes out of nowhere. It has this incredible spurt. Woof. Yeah, and I'm sure. The next thing you know, fan. not to look. That? I was going to say, if you're a Sixers fan, not to look past the series or down the road, but it got to gives you some more hope. You know, as you look in this, you know what's going to come after for next for you know down the road where you're going to still have Embiid and now Maxi's going to be playing with him as the point guard. Like, yeah. oh man. 
Yeah, and here here's the here's the thing. You know, look, the whole idea is amazing, right? Like the whole idea of this this whole thing, right? That it's gone this route where Ben Simmons you have to he wants out, he, he forces you to trade him. You take the best trade available and that is Harden. And you look at Harden and and look, you don't need to be an NBA analyst to see that Harden is not the same Harden he was. Now, I hear he's hurt and he's trying to overcome some stuff. He's got a hamstring and a calf. And, I, you know, I think that's partly why you see him start to kind of fade at times and why one one, one time he can beat his man off the dribble and the other time he can't. I think he needs like a long rest and workout and a full complement of a training camp and get his body right. I, I think – You'll see a different Harden next year. I think you'll see a better Harden next year. But obviously, there is a shelf life that he has. And the fact that Maxi comes along right now, that allows them to to kind of bridge and bead's career. Because, look, you know, he's still 28. You still got some big, a lot of big ball left with him. All right? You still got a window left with him. And that's why Maxi is paramount to this thing. Now you got to figure out what you do with Tobias Harris, who has played well and hit some big shots, but you got to figure out his role going forward. And then you know you have to you have to fix their you got to fix their bench. That's yeah, what's going to make them a true I, contender. I was going to bring up the bench too because I think the other thing Maxi helps you there is alleviate some of that bench. Maybe you can point to that as why Harden's maybe struggling a bit because like what I think the only person who's really given you a lot of contribution off the bench is Matisse Thybul plays twenty minutes, but he's not really. You know, contributing yeah, anything too. offensively, yeah. right? Yeah, but there's my point is that I'm looking to be at all blunt, this, but he's a defensive guy, right? Who his defense? Now he was better last night, but his defense, his offense is dreadful. Like he's a hot potato the ball. Yeah, but you're looking at like nearly everyone on that on the start on the starting five playing at least 35 minutes. I think Harden played what 38 minutes, but a young guy like Maxi, you ask him to play 39 minutes, he can easily give you that, no problem. Like, you know, yeah. he's got 21, he's, he's yeah. 21 and he's able to just keep going and going and going. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, uh, that's their story. Boston, uh, you know, it, it's funny, man, the Celtics have had such a great, you know, end of the season and, and an early part of this playoffs. And this is such a heavyweight, right? That to dispatch of Kevin Durant. And Kyrie Irving in the first round, and now come out and play Milwaukee. It's a, it's an incredible. This is another heavyweight fight. Many ways, this is the Eastern Conference Finals. At least it feels like it. Or at least the two best teams are still there. Where you have Boston, Milwaukee going head to head, and then Yana. It's a shame for the Bucks being without Middleton, trying. To, to to just tread water until Middleton can come back, Chris. Yeah, and I know they've got you know Drew Holiday to help him out best they can, but just without Middleton, it just doesn't. Uh, seem everything's like on Giannis. Yeah, it, it really is, and we've seen how that you know when you have a team that is just one guy, we've just it can get you far, and maybe they pull some more games away from Boston if they can't really you know if Boston comes out like they did in Game One with just no answer, but I, I mean. After a point, we usually see a single guy get figured out, and for Boston, it's a lot of it's a lot of them. I know it's Jason Tatum out there, but 
they're just a good team top to bottom, and they've just been a good team for a while. I've, they're well coached too. They're man. very well coached. I I'm always envious of Boston because like I look at their roster some years and I'm like, yeah, it doesn't really seem like much is there, and then you just see them put you know these runs together. They put a lot of wins together. Just just a great organization top to bottom, and here they are against a, a literal a literal Goliath in some cases with with Antetokounmpo, and you just see guys swarming him like they did last game. And I I don't know. I like Boston this game, you know, coming up here. I just I, yeah, I, even though it's on the road to Milwaukee, it's I I kind of feel you. I kind of do. I kind of like Boston. Yeah, it's going to be. It's, it's going to be, be a great game, though. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a really hot atmosphere in Milwaukee. But I just I, I look at the Celtics team and I feel like. If it's not this game, the other game, I feel like they can steal one on the road, Ant. Yeah, I agree. I think they're live. I agree with you. All right, sit tight. We're going to come back, and we're going to dive back into the draft and uh, kind of analyze the draft now that we've had like a few days, a week to sleep on it. Let's analyze this thing and uh, and take a look at it. It was such a great event in, in Las Vegas. A hundred thousand strong on the strip. Pretty cool. We'll come back. NFL on a docket coming up next with the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Chris, as many, many, many people will attest. Oh, yeah? Don't hurt, don't hurt your back. Oh, no. What'd you do? Don't do it. What did you do, my man? I don't know. I did something. Oh, no. And, um, no. yeah, I did something uh, earlier. Happened last week. Right, last Saturday, and it, the pain got like steadily worse. And then Tuesday, 
I, I mean, when I tell you, I, 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 I don't ever talk to my doctor. I love my doctor, right? He's a friend of mine, and he's always bugging me. God, come on, get in here, you know, the whole thing. And I called him. I'm like, dude, uh, I, I cannot, man. It's, it's bad, right? And I was telling him like the pain. I, it's like it was in my left upper back, shoulder, oh. neck, chest, right? Oh, so he man. thought I was having a heart attack. He goes, oh, geez. dude, he's like, get over to the ER. You could be having a heart attack. I go, uh, all right. You know, he's like, are you clammy? I'm like, no, I'm just feel horrible. Like the pain's killing me. And it's that kind of pain that makes you sick. Like that makes you feel feverish. He's like, go to the ER, go to the ER. So I go to the ER. They do all the tests. Thank God. No. Right. Like that, that was clean. And then he goes, get in here, get in here. So I, I drive to see him in his office and then he's at Penn, University of Pennsylvania. So then he says, all right, let go here and go through all these tests, right? CAT scan, make sure. You could have a tumor. I'm like, no, man, come on, right? So, oh, so all he goes, he, <laughs> that got all the really scary stuff, and he ruled out, right? I was like, all right, well, that's good. Uh, except I still can't move, right? Like the pain's like really intense. So then he's he probably thinks, pulled something there, yeah. Well, he thinks it's a uh, herniated disc and oh, a uh, pinched nerve. Yeah, we, so, we run this thing with they, man, you know. Yeah, we run this thing with a lot of our fans for Pride of Detroit call uh it's called a Discord server. It's kind of a chat room. I know I was t- yeah. talking with one of our guys here who um he was doing some he was hitting lap pull downs and um I think I yeah. guess he has a grade 2 strain on his lower lat. And he says like every time he stands up it feels like he's getting stabbed. You know what? I might I think it generated from my lat. It's interesting because maybe that could be part of it too. Because it's, dude, it's so freaking painful. Like during the break, I moved. I was like, oh, oh no. I, mm. right. So this is my luck, right? So Thursday, little little Massimo has is got a rec game, right? He's got a he plays the the rec and the travel baseball. So he's got a game, and I'm dude, I coach. I'm I'm at every game, right? And the one game I miss, I'm in the car. I'm like, but the field is far, is like, I don't know, across the, this huge park and this complex. So I'm waiting for him in the car in the parking lot because uh, I can't move. So I got a buddy of mine who's the your coach. Like, he's giving me play-by-play, right? So he pitches, and he pitches well, pitches two innings. And then I get... The uh, oh, guess what? Monsters up the bat now. He went, oh yeah. I said, give me play by play, all right. And then so he, <laughs> he gives me the play by play. Sure enough, the kid hits a laser to the wall, right to the fence, and circles the bases inside the park home run. And I go, oh my god, I missed it. it's first home run, and I missed it. I'm so mad. So I hobble over because I gotta congratulate him, right? Like I gotta, I gotta go. Yeah, yo, you're, you're in yo, that position. Dad. You're the, you're the dad. You you can't you you can't do a wrong here. You gotta be there. Exactly. So I freaking shuffle like <laughs> excruciating pain. I and then I give the big hug. Yo, dude, you did it, home run. You know, he was all happy. He was great. But uh, it was fun. It was funny. So just mind yourself. So let's talk about this draft. What an incredible NFL draft it was. Let's start. I want to start off with the Lions because they're such an interesting team. And you cover. You have a lot of good insight into the Lions and their draft. And getting Hutchinson, 
Because there was some talk. You know, it was interesting because there was some talk that Hutchinson might go one. I think that was... was yeah, that was kind Late of the talk too. Yeah, it was kind of the plan for a while, and then all of a sudden Trayvon Walker kind of emerged as this dark horse number one darling, and sure enough, the Jaguars take him. I thought it was a little odd for the Jaguars, but I guess I, I we talked to some of the um, I heard from who was it, the general manager Brad Holmes for the Detroit Lions, and I think the the implication was that if it wasn't Hutchinson, they were going to go Walker. So seems like multiple teams had Walker high on their boards, and it was enough that. The uh, the Lions had their eye on him too, but he goes number one. Aiden Hutchinson falls to Lions. Lions run in the pick so quickly that I think the NFL is mad at them because this is the second year in a row. Like you know, they're they're trying to make this thing a TV spectacle, and the Lions keep running in the the card <laughs> for the or at least you know it's not an actual card, but like they're they're calling in the picks so so quickly. The NFL is getting mad at it. It's like, what are you doing? We've got we've got like a TV product to sell here. We've got you know commercials to run, and the Lions are like we don't care. So no, Hayden Hutchinson is fantastic. I think a lot of fans, Lions fans, are happy with it. They're also Michigan fans. They watched and played at Michigan. He fits very well into the system. He's kind of he's he's just a you know they're they're not really worried. I've heard some fans, um, draft people talk about T Rex arms. That's not really what Aiden Hutchinson is about. He's got this violence he plays with. He just throws at, he throws himself at you. He's just fantastic off the edge and the lions haven't really had a premier edge rusher for a very long time they had a little bit of it with ezekiel Ansah, like you know five years ago or so but nothing really that stuck that stuck even with those great teams in 2014 all that pressure kind of came up the middle so yeah it was a great pick and then i i, I like and you you saw this throughout the entire draft teams were trading all over the place and the lions really hit it off by going up for jamison williams like you had three receivers I, off the I, board real quick, and the Lions just. Didn't I love leave. that pick for him. I got to tell you, I love that pick for him. It's not just the pick, but the value too. Like I, I think it was what looking at the Rich Hill model for trade value, and like the Lions kind of because they retained a second round pick, right? They just they traded. 32. Yeah, but this is a different. Like that's why, yeah. but this draft because there was no quarterbacks. It was cheaper to move, which is why you saw a lot of teams move. Right, and the the Lions pulled off a pretty good trade with Minnesota. And look, Jamison Williams, I think he he's he's argued that if he was healthy, because he tore his ACL, you know, last year around the national title game, and he said if he had been healthy, he would have run the fastest forty time, not just fast forty time this year. He said fast forty time ever, and I don't know if I agree with him, but I guess the Ohio State receivers also said, yeah, he would have run faster than us. So he, he 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 falls if only because of the ACL, which I mean I don't even know if that's much of a concern anymore. Ant, like we've we saw no, it Cam, Cam Akers came back from an Achilles. Like modern medicine has made it so that you know, hope for your back, but at the very least for now these guys, Achilles shouldn't be too much of an issue. Uh, Achilles or ACL, maybe not too much of an issue. Everyone seems to tear them now, and it seems to not be too much of an issue. So. Williams thinks he'll be back ready for training camp. I don't know if I'll see that, but Lions can take their time with him. It just it's great value. They get two blue chip no, players. I, I love it. I love that pick. I I love Jamison Williams. I do. I think he's a great yeah. great selection. And uh, I know the Eagles had a lot of interest in him before the AJ Brown trade. If Jamison Williams is there, I still think they probably keep the pick and get Jamison Williams. 
No, I, I like um, what the Eagles did in taking Jordan Davis, though. Like, you know, kind no, of. No, I do too. Listen, I thought that was smart. I, I did. I love the way it wound. The way it wound up. I loved what they did. But uh, Lions get you. They also got a good. I love this tech kid Pascal from uh, Kentucky, who's an edge. Who's an edge guy who I think is really good. Uh, the kid from Illinois, the safety Kirby Joseph. Kirby Joseph. I like that. I th- yeah. I thought that was a great pick. I got to tell you, I thought they aced, I thought the Lions aced this draft, man. Yeah, I mean, they really invested hard. Like, last year they double-dipped on defensive tackles, so they've they followed what Dan Campbell wanted, which is to invest in the trenches, right? They get Panay Sewell last year for the offensive line, where they already had a great center in Ragnow and a gr- another great uh, tackle in Decker. So, like, they've got their offensive line set, they've got their defensive line set now, the only real problem is they're just they're really thin in linebackers, corners, but I I think this is a real good setting the setting the the table for them because they need no, to eventually this is how you build it. Yeah, they they need to build so on the defense they need to still build at linebacker. On the offense, all they really need to do is probably build at quarterback. They need to find the successor to Jared Goff and maybe a running back piece, but they look like they're set at least in the trenches, which is a fantastic yeah, way I, to build. I I love it. Uh, I I I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, I who, thought this it was a great draft. Yeah, you know who I thought had a great draft was Baltimore, though. Like I I have a yes. friend who covers the Ravens, and I kept texting him. So and you like, get let, let me let me yeah. give give everybody, and then and then you go. So you got Kyle Hamilton, who falls over to fourteen, who's a great football player. I you know listen, he may not he might have some issues speed wise, whatever, whatever, because he's so long. I love him. He's a football player. So you get Kyle Hamilton at 14. You get Linderbaum, the center from Iowa, who's really strong. I love Linderbaum. I think he's a great pick. You get Ojabo. Remember, because of the injury, he falls into the second round. The Ravens get him. You get Travis Jones, who I think is a really good prospect from uh, UConn. So I, I loved what they did. I thought they did have a great draft. I even like their pick. I think it was fourth round Jalen Omar Davis, the cornerback out of Alabama. I think he's a really interesting yes. project. But I, you mentioned Hamilton there. He was kind of my favorite player in this draft. And like, look, I get it. He's a safety. He ran a bad 40 time. But, you know, it. I, I don't need a ton of speed on a guy who I know can absolutely like cut across the field play you know, the ways that Hamilton has. He lines up anywhere in the back of the, the defensive zone. He can play in the box, out of the box. Like, he can he can cover the slot. Like, he does everything very well. He's a great – he was a captain at Notre Dame. Like, he has everything you would want in a player, and I feel like the only reason he slipped is we're still in this outdated thinking about safety. Safety value yeah. is going up, and you're seeing fewer and f- – you're seeing the value, especially in contracts on safety – start to rise across the league. Safety is this position that is going to be very coveted. I mean, I'm not going to say it's going to be like offensive tackle, but much like tackles, I don't think you're going to see a lot of great safeties hitting the open market in free agency. So I feel like teams who invest in their safeties, they're they're going to be paid off. And just yeah, I agree. When it comes I mean, down I, to it, I though, think is, you're right about that. Yeah, when it comes down to it, though, is just I'm envious of Baltimore. I'm envious of Baltimore. They seem to always get great defensive yeah, talent stress. every draft. They, what they do in Baltimore, uh, you know, crab cakes and ace drafts. They they just do black you know magic. I mean? Like I looked up and they got a Jabo. I'm like, wait, how'd you get a Jabo and Hamilton? How'd you? Yeah, do this? it's a great draft.
Yeah, no, it was fantastic. All right, uh, let's sit tight. We'll come back. We're going to continue. We're going to go team by team, so we're going to move quicker and uh, kind of go through each of the teams. Monse, what's trending, Monse? Oh, you know, today's basketball games. Game three between the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. Tips off, tips off at 3.30 Eastern time. Big game series is tied 1-1. And then the Memphis Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors battle it out at 8.30 Eastern time. Series is also tied 1-1. But last night's NBA games were also exciting. The Mavs beat the Suns 103-94. to Reggie Bullock helped lead the way all on the Mavs radio network. Dodge, it's trapped, soft pass, knocked away by Crowder, but it came right back to Luka. Mavericks numbers four on two. Right corner, Bullock, kill shot, kill shot for Reggie Bullock. I want to give some love to Reggie Bullock, former Clipper. Once a Clipper, always a Clipper. So I'm glad he had that moment today in that game. Joel Embiid returned for the 76ers with the Black Hammer Tested Face Mask. I wonder how heavy that thing is, how it feels. He had 18 points and 11 rebounds in his comeback. He also had a little help from Danny Green and Tyrese Maxey, who each had 21 points. We also had the Stanley Cup playoffs last night. Four games. The Toronto May Leafs beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 5-2. Jack Campbell had 32 saves for the Maple Leafs, the Wild beat the Blues 5-1, and the Oilers beat the LA Kings 8-2. The Kings have actually lost five straight home playoff games. The Bruins beat the Hurricanes (laughs) 4-2, and we have four uh, Stanley Cup games today. Are you a big Kings fan? If I'm going to root for a hockey team, that's going to be the team I'm rooting for. you got to go your hometown squad. Of course, yeah. yeah, Hockey's fun. You you would like it, Monse. I've gone to a couple of games. It's definitely a lot more fun in person because I lose the puck watching yeah. it on TV. I, I just see everyone yeah. hitting each other. Uh, so at the <laughs> when I'm at now Crypto, formal, formerly known as Staples Center, I always had a good time. It is much, much better when you're in the actual arena than watching it on TV, for sure. But there's four games tonight that continue on in the Stanley Cup. The Panthers are taking on the Capitals, the Avalanche are taking on the Predators, and the Avalanche lead the series 2-0. to zero. The Rangers are taking on the Penguins, and the Flames are taking on the stars all our game threes for those games back to you anthony it's been a pleasure oh monse great stuff great stuff always great to hear from you always likewise great to work with you likewise so let's go uh try to look a little team by team and uh, at least kind of go through a little bit arizona does not have a first round pick and chris you tell me you know, give me in a sentence or two how you like it and what it does for their future. Arizona does not have a first-round pick. They get a tight end, Trey McBride, out of Colorado State in the second round. Cameron Thomas, the edge, uh, the edge kid out of San Diego State, which I like. Yeah, and they, they get another another uh, uh, from Cincinnati. Who I also like the kid, uh, my Jay Sanders. Sanders. Yeah, I was, I was going to say Sanders. Both both him and Thomas. Thomas is a little undersized, so. I think they're both interesting prospects. I'm really fascinated with picking up Trey McBride, obviously probably the best tight end in this draft. They have Zach Ertz, but they've obviously found you know his successor there. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see how McBride kind of fits into it. But he's the kind of you know he's the prototypical uh, tight end you want, especially pass catching this day. He plays really good routes there. So I don't know. I I think that the trade they made was very interesting, but I think what we learned. You know, they, they've got bigger issues with what happened with DeAndre Hopkins. So I think they made a lot of that trade for Brown 
knowing Huge that problems, knowing yeah. that I, I from what i heard it was an open yeah. secret in vegas that week that yeah. hopkins was getting suspended so yep you know all right falcons uh speaking of wide receivers they take the first one off the board drake london goes eight to atlanta kyle pitts last year now drake london this year uh Ebiketti, the edge rusher from Penn State, uh, who I like a lot. They get uh, they get in the second round. They had two second round picks, including Troy Anderson, the, the linebacker from Montana State, and they take Desmond Ritter in the third round. What do you think of Atlanta? Well, first off, Drake London, and I'm saying this being a USC guy, but he he was my favorite receiver in this draft. He was running away with the Blitnikoff Award in college before he suffered his injury, and I his his road back to recovery is less is even less uh, perilous than someone like Jamison Williams. So I I don't know if Desmond Ritter is going to make it in the NFL. And he's obviously he's got a lot of shortcomings there, and I, I mean this whole quarterback class kind of got graded out by the NFL and pushed down the boards. Only one taken in the first round, but. I don't know if you can ask for a better landing spot for Ritter, given that he's going to have both Kyle Pitts and Drake London to throw to. You know, and now, yeah, I'm with you, man. Like those are those I are really two am. fantastic weapons. Mm-hmm. The Bills didn't uh, obviously won't pick till late, and they make the trade. I I love what Buffalo did. I love Kyrie it. They didn't have a first round. Yeah. They get in the first round. I love Elam Kyrie Elam from from Florida. Right, the corner out of Florida, who's fantastic. I love him. And then they come back to get James Cook, who I love, the running back out of Georgia. I thought that was a really good pick. I I love, I tell you, Buffalo, it's a great organization. It really is. Sean McDermott and that whole crew has done a great job. They know how to build it. Yeah, look, I'm not a big fan of drafting running backs high. Um I feel like the value on them is kind of well. You got them at sixty three, which wasn't high, and I I think you get a oh, really it good. Oh, was sixty three. Okay, I yeah no, but I mean still sec second round all said, but like they need a running back. Their their current running backs haven't worked out. You know, it's kind of between Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. They they're kind of leaning on someone. So I feel like Cook's coming into a good position that if he can run for days, he can run for days. And other than that, like yeah, shoring up the defense, like they're still the favorite in the AFC. Which is still unbelievably stacked, but you're adding, you know, big, big time defensive pieces in Alam and Bernard and uh, cornerbacks take some time to grow into the NFL. But I feel like Alam's one of those guys who can come in day one and give you some production. Elam, yeah, he is. He's terrific. He, I, he's a, he's a starter. I, I love him. I, you know, he's got, he's got NFL pedigree. And they also get Matt you know, Ariza, he, the, the punter that everyone keeps talking about from San Diego State. Yeah, yeah. Spend a, spend a, what is it, a six rounder on Let me tell you something. Watching the Lions with a guy like Jack Fox, punter, I mean, if you have a punter who can just flip the field, you never want to punt, but when you have to, if you can flip the field like that and you have a defense like Buffalo, oh, you can pin someone back. All right, let's take a quick T.O. We'll come back and we're kind of going team by team, kind of looking at the whole draft process, how it turned out. Uh, next hour, big brain on Brad to give us our betting analyst to give us our look on the NBA playoffs. We'll get back to the, the phantom of the process as well. 
and a little hockey. We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right. Welcome back, fellas, right here on Fox Sports Radio, hanging out. My man Ricky doing a great job producing. Psycho Chris, fabulous job today. The Figgy is off today. He's getting married. So, Chris, let's take a moment and, and get raise our glasses. The fellas, raise our, our uh, 40s Salute. on the corner. Again, clank our 40s. Come on, Ricky. Clank that 40. I know Ilo's going to do that when he gets in, too. So congratulations to Kevin Figures, our beloved Figgy, who is getting married today. We wish you and your bride nothing but love and happiness, prosperity, and a family. So uh, God bless Figgy and his bride-to-be. I know it's a special day. He'll be dancing with his mom today. At the wedding. So, uh, wish we were there. We're very happy for you. The we great you, Kevin Figures. It's huge for a minute. Beautiful, Rick. You got, did you raise your quart bottle? Yep. My man. Technically go, coffee, Rick. but you know, it's what we do here at five in the morning. <laughs> oh, it's, it's figurative. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. not literal. You got it. All right. So uh, let's get back to the task in hand. That's kind of looking at this draft. Carolina, my man, Matt Rule, I loved his draft because I love a big hole in that line was filled on the left side. Equinanu, the terrific tackle at NC State, is there at six, and the Panthers gobble him up. Really, really good pick. They come back in the third round, take Matt Corral, and I, I thought that was good value for Matt Corral because I think he's a legitimate prospect, Chris. Yeah, I, I've talked with a few scouts before the draft because obviously there was some quarterback talk. One of them told me, like, you know, there, there's only two guys that really have a first-round grade for quarterbacks this year. And one one went in the first round, and that was, you know, p- the, what Pittsburgh took Pickett, in, in yeah. Kenny Pickett. But the other was Matt Corral. So that they get him in the third round, late in the third round, is good value there, especially since, like, look, they they really do need a quarterback. I don't think Sam Darnold's really worked out for them. There's no real harm in trying to take a flyer on Corral, who's kind of been a mystery box. We don't we didn't really see him do yeah. much this draft season, and I kind of like what they got in Brandon Smith. I know he's kind of a little he, he's he's I a good too. run defender. He's, yeah, I do he's too. a little Barno over aggressive. Barno's a good educated kid from from Virginia Tech too. I agree with you. Yeah, Brandon Smith. He he does miss a lot of tackles, but I feel like. He's a guy who can be coached up. Yeah, and the one thing that they know how to do in Carolina is coach defense, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Bears didn't have a first-round pick. Oh, man. They get Kyler Gordon in the corner out of Washington, come back with Jaquan Brisker, who I think is a good player, uh, at pick number 48. So, And even uh, Jones Jr., the uh, wide receiver out of Tennessee, I like that. For not having a first-round pick, I think the Bears did okay. It's fine. They're, they have a lot of pieces that they need to replace, especially on the defense, but Brisker is probably one of the better safeties in this draft, and I, I liked that pick for them, I think. But, you know, I'm, I just I, I feel like they've got some pieces aiming towards the future, but I don't know. I, I, I don't think they really addressed their needs in the front seven. They didn't really get an interior linebacker. They didn't get 
anyone on the defensive line. So we'll see. Interesting. The Cowboys, man, they they suffered a huge loss, two-fifths of their offensive line. So they come back with Tyler Smith, the offensive tackle out of Tulsa, with their first-round pick at 24. Come back with Sam Williams, the edge backer out of Ole Miss in, uh, in the second round. Jalen Tolbert, who got a lot of scouts like, uh, the receiver out of South Alabama. But I'll tell you, man, Cowboys have take, have had a rough offseason. They have. Sorry, Ricky. <laughs> they, they have. And the, uh, the draft sheet getting leaked was kind of funny. If nothing else, yeah. but I mean, I I don't know. I no no real marks to say here. Just kind of a you know a draft class where they tried to hit on a lot of their needs. What you got, Ricky? <laughs> well, the fact Thibodeau and Neil got drafted by <laughs> the the team we do not want them to be on just hurt. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, you know, buddy. It's going to be rough. Forget about the Giants. you got to worry about the Eagles now, too. Giants, I thought, had one of the better draft classes out there. They had a great draft. They did. They, I agree with you. Them, them and the Jets. I know Green the Jets Bay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Green Bay, I thought, had a good draft. We'll go through. We'll get to the Giants and Jets coming up quickly early next hour. But Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt, two great Georgia defensive players. Fantastic. But Aaron Rodgers can't throw to either of them. They got that so, wide well, receiver this... on day two pretty quick. <laughs> All right, we're the fellas right here, Fox Sports Radio. Well, good morning. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. 
morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy, happy May the 7th. Happy Derby Day to all across the nation. What a fun day today is. Great sports day. NBA playoffs continue today. Bucks Celtics. That's a big one this afternoon. Tonight, Memphis. You love that Memphis team. And Golden State. That's tonight. So it's a good day of NBA playoff hoops for NHL playoff games. And, of course, baseball, Canelo, and the Kentucky Derby. So the Kentucky Derby. In fact, if you missed it earlier, we had our uh, Derby expert on, and he was all about the uh, epicenter was his pick. So uh, FYI, he was all about epicenter. His name's Dick Girardi, great uh, horseman, and he rolls with Epicenter. So uh, we were talking a lot about last night's, obviously, playoff games, including the Phantom of the Process, Joel Embiid with a mask, comes back and it immediately changes the whole tenor of that series. And we looked like a Miami cruise, no more, not with the Phantom of the Process back, you know, it's funny. His uh his his Instagram post is the best. Joel Embiid's Instagram post was they didn't care about me until I put the mask on. And then Jimmy Butler responds, F your mask. <laughs> uh it's great theater, man. Incredible stuff. So that series has been great. We'll see what happens in Boston, Milwaukee, which is awesome. You saw Jalen Brunson get help out Luca. And the Mavs are able to steal one from Phoenix. Can they make it two and bring some sweat to the Suns? That's a possibility. So lots of good stuff in the NBA. We'll continue that. Hey, coming up in like 15 minutes or so, we're going to talk to the big brain on Brad, who is our betting analyst, and he will give us get us all set up for to uh, today's game, the weekend, and uh, give you some picks, the whole thing. We'll do that. But we're also going through uh, our our draft, which is now over, right? And the draft is uh, incredible, man. We're going through the whole thing, just reliving it again and putting a, a kind of a neat little bow on every team has been great. Our man Kay Fig, Figgy's getting married today, so we wish him well. We give him a big toast from uh, from his fellow fellas, and that would be uh, our producer Ricky and, of course, uh, my man Psycho Chris ride with me today doing such a fabulous job. So, Chris, let's continue our little foray around the league before we uh, get over to Brad and, and look at and uh, kind of look at all that stuff. So last we left you, we talked about the Packers, and we talked about how they didn't get their receiver until later in the second. They're just—it's amazing. Their third pick is a receiver. Isn't it incredible? Yeah, and like Christian Watson is a guy who fits them to a T. I have a guy, Kentley Platty, who has this thing relative athletic score where he kind of tallies up all the stuff, all of like the measurements and combine times and. Watson scores incredibly well there, but like I, I found it very fascinating that you know they trade, they trade, and get two defensive players on day one. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers was live with Pat McAfee, 
and did not look thrilled about it. And then very quickly on day two, second pick on day two, they trade with Minnesota and very quickly go Christian Watson. I just, maybe that was a strategy all along, but the idea that they had to trade back up very quickly on day two, I'm wondering if they uh, had to do some damage control there. It just, I mean, you know, I mean, we know his career and the lack of weapons and they still have not figured out what to do after Devontae Adams goes. So, yeah, listen, Watson know. is Watson and there's, is there's been a lot of receivers on the move. Like, you know, A.J. Brown goes to the Eagles in a great pick. Where's Green Bay in that? Yeah, look, I, I, he's not he's not going to be Drake London or Jamison Williams or Christian Watson is just a big, big target. He's got big, long arms. He's he's a great open field runner. He he's a great pickup for them on day two. It's just they they made several trades and gave up a lot of draft capital to keep going up, both for Quay Walker and for for Christian Watson. So I'm I'm kind of curious, just kind of how it all kind of worked out. It just I mean, yeah, to your point, he's like they could have easily gotten a blue chip guy with the, with how aggressive they were being, and they just stood pat so i watson i think will work out for them but it's it's definitely it was definitely a fascinating decision watching them get two picks in the fur on day one and both those picks being for the defense so there you go let's do this let's quickly kind of move and you know we talked so much about the lines and and i know how excited you were Let's go to the the Texans get Stingley Jr. Can't miss that. Terrific corner. They trade with the Eagles, get Kenyon Green, the guard. They need help on the offensive line. They need help, they need help everywhere. They get the safety out of Baylor, who I think is good. They get John Mechie, who I love. John Mechie was a big-time receiver before he gets hurt. Um, so I like uh, grabbing Mechie in the second round. They get Christian Harris, go back to Bama for a linebacker. Pretty, I thought, you know, again, for a team that needs everything, it was a good draft. Very good draft. I really like the Jalen Petrie pick up the safety out of Baylor. Uh, just they, they addressed everything. And yeah, as you say, headline it with a guy like Derek Stingley, who, you know, uh, not he goes before Sauce Gardner. And I know Gardner was a late riser, but Stingley has all the talents in the world to be a stark cornerback for them. Yeah. Jacksonville, I love going. Uh, their two picks, both defense, Trayvon Walker and Devin Lloyd. I love Devin Lloyd. I think he's a Chad Muma terrific in, back in the third round as well. Like linebacker yeah, kid out from of Wyoming, Wyoming who's yeah. good. Yeah, and they got themselves. Yeah, I agree. A I like that from, They got themselves a center from Kentucky, Luke Fortner. The Kentucky. Like, they needed. Mm-hmm. I think they need some more weapon. They didn't really come away with any weapons for. For Trevor Lawrence, but I mean, again, you want to build through yeah, the trenches. Yeah, but you got to need defense. They need help on defense. Yeah, I they, they need a, help in more it. than a few places, sure. Yeah. Uh, some other notable ones as we kind of go through it. You look at uh, what the Vikings did was interesting because they get a safety at the last pick. They go, Georgia. It was was obviously everyone was going that route. You get a corner out of Clemson, Andrew Booth, who I thought was good value at forty two, and then you get Ed Ingram, the guard out of LSU. I, I thought that was a pretty good draft. I thought the Vikings had a decent draft. Yeah, a lot of focus I saw from Vikings uh, media was on trading down. A lot of people, a lot of them, did not like the trade down from twelve with the Detroit yeah. Lions. They thought that. 
Lions kind of pick their pocket a little bit. But Lewis Seen is a great pick out of Georgia. He's a you know late round safety that everyone kind of really had their eye on. So I thought they did well to really shore up the second. And at thirty two, he's his he was really a top twenty player. I think. Right. Yeah, I think he was probably the second best safety off the board after Kyle Hamilton. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just because of that position, Saints get Alave. And uh, Trevor Penning, who I like a lot, and they got him for at number nineteen. But I, so I, they're trying to win now. They, I, I like, I, I like kind of like those. Two, well, those two picks and Penning should help their line. Yeah, they're they're great picks. I thought they'd be more aggressive, especially in this draft. I thought they'd keep going up for a quarterback, and they had several chances mm-hmm. to take a quarterback this year. Like they they had a and they went other ways. They took Alave at eleven, Penning at nineteen. Second round, they they passed on them. Went Alante Taylor, the cornerback out of Tennessee. They had more than enough chances to draft their quarterback for the future, and they just haven't done it. So either they like the guys they're with, or they just didn't see it this year. Yeah, I like the you know, we talked about earlier. Giants, a great draft. I mean, Thibodeau going five, Evan Neal at seven. So you get your edge rusher, what? you get your tackle, two positions they needed desperately. Wandale Robinson's pretty good too, but another wide receiver to go with that collection. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a stretch too for Wandale. He's a bit undersized for for a wide receiver, and most grades I had seen on him coming out of Kentucky were saying kind of like late day two, early day three for him. So, and yeah, you mentioned the room there. Apparently, there's problems going on with Kadarius Tony and Kenny Galladay. Yeah, didn't really a produce, horrible pick and yeah. horrible pick, and then like. Kenny Galladay, who they paid a lot of money to, did not produce anything last year. So I don't know what adding an undersized guy like Wandale Robinson that room is going to do. But you know, I like Evan Neal. I like Kayvon Thibodeau. You got two premier you know, picks for your trenches. Just need to figure out the skill position. Jets greater than Giants, though. Sauce, who I love, right? You get him at four. And then you get Garrett Wilson, who I'll tell you that one personal guy I talked to ranked it Wilson, Jameson Williams, London, then Olave. He loves Wilson. Jermaine Johnson, you get the edge rusher out of Florida State, which I thought was great value. You get uh, Brees Hall, a legit running back, right, in the second round. And even Rucker, the tight end out of Ohio State, is a good pass-catching tight end. I thought the Jets had a great draft. Yeah, I think the only, like, look, this is an, inc- I, I heard some theories about this draft. Like, if you really like the guys in the top 50, you went up to get them, or otherwise you move back and traded down. Jets really liked the guys in the top 50, and they got Gardner, Wilson, Jermaine Johnson. Incredibly top-heavy, especially at, like, key skill positions. Wide receiver, corner, yeah. defensive end. Uh, the only knock I really have is they didn't really address their offensive line. They got to tackle Max Mitchell from Louisiana, mm. who kind of struggled at the pro at the uh, Senior Bowl. But I mean, yeah, but you're not going to get everything. That, no, I think that's the greatest not. misconception, right? I I, I yeah, just people like, go, oh, you didn't address that. Well, all right, but I got I got more than one need. I just think you build through the trenches first. But I I think you know where they picked they they rightly deduced or corner. That. Yeah, where they picked they rightly deduced that. The most value was getting Sauce Wilson and Johnson, and they made some, uh, you know, savvy trades to get back up to go get Jermaine Johnson too. So overall, I like what they did. Eagles, we talked about them a little bit. Jordan Davis, uh, of course, AJ Brown factors in 
because you trade the other pick. You had three. You traded one to next year. Smart insurance for Jalen Hurts in case you got to get a quarterback. You trade the other one for A.J. Brown, a 24-year-old, and immediately signed him to an extension, 24 years old, who I think has got a lot of great football left in him. Jordan Davis, you take in the in the with your other pick, I, I just anchor in the middle of the line who will learn how to be a pass rusher. You get Jurgens, the center from Nebraska, to help your line. Remember, you're going to lose Kelsey probably after next year. So you bolster your line a little bit, which is always good. Your interior part because you set a tackle. And the Kobe Dean, who I absolutely love, and I love the value. He practiced yesterday. So all this talk about his injury, I don't get because he was on the field yesterday. Yeah, no, Kobe Dean was the steal of the draft, I thought, for, for Philadelphia. Like, I heard that he he dropped because he refused surgery for his injury. But, I mean, the amount of teams that passed on him, I'm, I'm, I don't know, like, Obviously, everyone saw something that kind of scared them from it because there was at least like multiple times where I thought Nakobe Dean would go off the board. Instead, he falls all the way to Philadelphia. They've got a great linebacker with him. So let's go real quick. Steelers, Kenny Pickett. Only quarterback. I mean, I think it's a good pick. Yeah, only. I like it. I think I like it. I like it for the Steelers. And they come back with George Pickens, who lasts. I thought the Chiefs may grab George Pickens. And uh, I love the Chiefs draft, by the way. I thought the Chiefs had a great, great draft. I love their moves. Uh, Going defense, too, getting corner. Uh, But George Pickens, I think, is a player. Interesting now, I heard uh, Tomlin talking about his quarterbacks. Of course, he gets Trubisky. He's going to let them take a, you know, let them go at it. I think that's a good spot for him. Yeah, I don't I don't know what to make of Pickett as far as like people are going to talk about his small hands and I just usually just dismiss that stuff out of hand like Yeah, that, I just want to see him play. Yeah, yeah. Like, he he's a great deep passer. He can tuck the ball and run like I think he's going to be a great pro. He's just got a lot to live up to, you know, replacing Ben Roethlisberger, but you know, you get a guy like Pickens to come in as well, like something when you get a rookie wide receiver in with you at the same time, like that's a nice bond to have plus, you know, I Pittsburgh's no slouch with their with their offense. They've still got some great, you know, weapons to kind of choose between. So I, I think they did good here. They they got they got the yeah. one piece they really needed. All right, we're gonna take a quick TL. We'll come back. The big brain on Brad, our betting analyst, will join us to suss out the games. Talk a little uh, each of the NBA series and uh, everything else. We got that big hour. Don't go anywhere. It is a great derby day right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play standing on the top on the top i like it chris the man's always on the top yes sir now let's go to our betting analysts also tip top he's the great brad feinberg our big brain on brad betting analyst bradley you must be in a mood this morning well, I, you know, you know, I thought you, you listen. You're my witness. All right, I told you he would play, and I thought it, they would win. You did. You told me that did you, I, you were 100 percent right. Um, look, I agree. With, like I thought Philadelphia that was a that was a great spot. Traditionally, game three is when you're down two zero. Um, that's the best spot, and it's interesting. What was great about that game was. You know, you could take Philadelphia basically just to win the game. You didn't have to lay. They won by 20. It didn't make a difference, but there was no real point spread tax. Um, look, now it's a series. So what, when you, what's your company? When you think about this thing, because Miami was so bad, right? Like Miami was sure. was horrible. I, I think part of it was they had, they had to change the way to play. And B means so much. And you and I – you, we've, sure. we know this team. You, you're a season ticket holder to them. You're always down there. You, you know what you, you know what Embiid means to them on both sides of the floor. And you know that's where Bam can't do anything in the low block when Embiid's there. And that that's a huge issue for Miami because that neutralizes him. And now it's going to be Spolstra forced to counterpunch for Game Four. And you know it's interesting. Because they have not, and you figure if you go zone against Miami, which the Sixers did, that would probably not work out because they could shoot the ball. But they didn't sure. shoot the ball well last night. No, that was just, uh, I mean, listen, you know, Miami just nothing was going right for them besides Jimmy Butler. Just wasn't wasn't their night. It happens. Um, look, interesting line. Look, I think Philadelphia does win game four, Anthony. You know, and the line is cheap. It's only two points. Uh, with Embiid, again, I'll be honest. I, in my opinion, uh, 
let's say Embiid never got injured, never happened, right? In my opinion, Philadelphia would be about a four, four and a half point favorite in these games at home. Yes. I think that they're really still not giving him. Um, I think they're really docking him, so to speak, for having this injury. And I think the line's too cheap. I think these teams, uh, from a power rating perspective, are more or less pretty close to even. Uh, and, you know, basically NBA usually home courts around four points or so. Uh, to me, um, I think Philadelphia laying two is really too cheap. See, I, I'm thinking the same thing, right? I'm thinking the same exact thing that – you know, look at the matchup. The matchup doesn't lie, right? Styles make fights, and the matchup doesn't lie. And B was rusty. You could see he was winded because he, he couldn't was. do anything physically because of the concussion. So him being winded, I think he's going to have better sea legs in game four. And if the stronger he gets as the series moves on, I think the more dangerous he becomes. And I don't know that Miami has a counterpunch here. Yeah, and Philadelphia, Anthony, from a pure talent perspective, in my opinion, right, it, to me the whole key for Philadelphia, I mean, obviously with Embiid getting injured, that's number one, but it's Harden shooting, right? Because to me, Harden, it's crazy. He just he, he just seems to really struggle making shots right now. But if he can just shoot decently, which is crazy when you trade for him, you're assuming this guy is you know, an amazing scorer. If he could just shoot decently, look, Philadelphia – is a tough team to beat because, you know, with Tobias Harris also and Maxi really emerging as a top guy, um, they actually have four guys that can really score 20 points in the game. So not many teams that can say that in playing in the playoffs right now. No, no. And, and I like the uh, – I like with Doc. I thought Doc had a good game last night. Uh, <laughs> going zone, the right time. Yeah, Maxie no, g- g- give, him, give him credit. No, listen, listen. Yeah. He's – you got it when 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 someone does something good. You you got to give them credit, and for sure, I think Doc did have a good game last night. And again, it was but it was one of those nights. Again, it was a it became a close game at the end of three. I think it was a three point game, and then uh, Philadelphia just just in that blitzed them in that in that fourth quarter. Um, and again, I really do think Philadelphia but Maxie too was is, amazing. Is too ch- What's that? You know? What did you say? Max, he was amazing. That game was great the entire time. That game was tied. Yeah. Yeah. But he's yeah, 21 ma- all in the second half. Yeah. It's a, it's, well, he's a, he's a talented player. Again, this is, you know, look at these, these opportunities in sports, you know, from Philadelphia's point of view and Miami's both teams' point of view. Um, it's an open, it's an open Eastern Conference, and you don't want to throw away a chance when you know that. You know, you really can do it. And I think all four of these teams in the Eastern Conference, Anthony, will all feel like it's a lost opportunity if they don't get it done because all these teams are very close. They're all very evenly matched, in my opinion. So I, I do feel like, you know, whoever the teams that don't do it is going to feel like, gosh, we really had a chance here because there's no dominant, again, there's no dominant Lakers, Kobe, Shaq kind of dynamic team. Any of these teams can do it. It comes down to oh, probably close games so far in this series, or hasn't been a close game. But you know, to me, it's whoever wins those close coin flip games, you know, should win this series. Pretty wild. Any, uh, anything? So you like the Sixers in game four? I do. I think anything it's too cheap. that you would spot, like, so I think you got to look within the game, right? You would look at within the matchup. Like, Danny Green was an obvious choice to oh, well, shoot the ball, I game. thought. Right? Like, I didn't th- you know, I don't know if he's going to make seven threes, but seven threes. It would be strong to make three threes, right? Like that would be one thing. 
Yeah, I mean, look, Danny Green usually is over unders like eight and a half points, seven and a half points in that area. But yeah, look, he had one of those nights last night when, look, when in an NBA playoff game, those are the kind of games, those are the kind of performances you need, right? If you want to, if you want to advance, and again, down two nothing. I mean, that was a really good opportunity. You know, I thought last night for Philadelphia. Usually in those games, when you're down two zero at home, you have the crowd your way, and Bead's coming back. I mean, I really thought that that was one of the better NBA bets in a long time. Um, I thought it was was a very, very tough situation for Miami to win that game. I'm not going to dock Miami much in the sense that, again, that was you Philadelphia playing in an all-in game and beat back crazy home crowd. That's a tough game. That's a tough spot. Like it's almost like, yeah. especially in a game that they're quote unquote favorite in. <laughs> it's crazy. Right. It, it, it's, it, I thought it would be a, a huge stretch for them to win that game because it's just a really Anthony. Me and you talk about it all the time spots and situational are, are so important in sports, and I think that situationally was an extremely difficult game for Miami. Now, interesting. I'm curious how Hero is going to react. Game four struggled last sure. night. He could be a guy to look at. Him and Struess both struggled well, from beyond the arc again. They did, but but, but Tyler Hero to me, Anthony, again, it's, and you know it, Tyler Hero very well. You want to talk about a player who has swag, who has confidence. Yeah, I mean he's he to me is not a guy. I mean, I would I would think he would come back. You know, he's kind of like you know a modern day John Starks, better player probably. But in terms of he has confidence, he's not gonna he's not gonna shy down and be and be fearful of a big moment. I mean, this is a guy who likes to take the big shot. It's a guy who's had a lot of success, and this is a guy who at times has been their best player. And that's saying something with the team that has Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo on it. So I I do expect her to play a lot better than what we saw last night. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I agree. I like the Sixers in game four. Let's talk about Dallas in a moment. Yeah. I'm curious if you look in, because that's great to see what Dallas did last night against Phoenix. And then a the big one today, man, Milwaukee and Boston. And, of course, Golden State Memphis will get your thoughts on those series and your selections in just a moment. But first, we got the Lord of Trending, the one, the only, I Low. You can tell where we're going to go with this. Good morning. Hello, hello. You sound chipper. Yes, I might sound chipper. Well, you just wait. It's going to get even more chipper. But first, we start with Game 3 of the Western <laughs> Conference best. Semifinals. The Dallas Mavericks defeating the Phoenix Suns Friday night 103-94. to Phoenix still leads the series two games to one, but the Mavericks got 28 from Jalen Brunson. Luka Doncic, 26 points, 13 rebounds, and 9 assists. Um, Anthony going to try something a little, a little different this morning, so let's see if this works. Here we go. thought I'd change up the intro today. What do you think there? Where'd you find that out? (laughs) Just remember, Anthony. That's an altered life. You know that. If it's on social media, it's there forever. Yes. My poor children. Everybody. Look at you, Ilo. What do you mean your poor children? They should be proud. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I do have one question, though, from that infamous clip. Yes. The, the glasses, though. I really like the glasses. Are, are those your actual glasses, or are those a prop? No, they're my glasses. They're my fendies. That's a, those are very cool. So I, I, greatly, uh, I greatly enjoyed that clip. <laughs> you, you have some... Uh, <laughs> You have some very loyal colleagues. Let's put it that way. But yeah, no, that's on social media forever. I'm going to make that a part of my repertoire. As did your guy, Joel MB. 18 points. Phantom of the process. The Phantom of the process. Oh, that's a great nickname. Better than uh, Pandemic P over in the Western Conference, I guess. (laughs) I'm just saying. Anyway... 18 points, 11 rebounds after missing the first two games with a right orbital fracture and a concussion in the Sixers' 99-79 win over the Miami Heat. Heat still leads the series two games to one, but we'll gloss over that for now. Danny Green, seven three-pointers. Tyrese Maxey scored all of his 21 points in the second half. All right, we're done. All right. The Atlanta... You're the man. <laughs> Thank you. The Athletic reports that the Los Angeles Lakers interviewed Mark Jackson for their head coaching job. ESPN reporting they also interviewed Terry Stotts. Baseball Friday night. Manuel Margot, a pinch hit three-run home run at the top of the ninth for Tampa Bay as they won at Seattle 8-7. to The Rays have won seven straight on the road. Dylan Carlson, the go-ahead RBI single in the top of the ninth inning as the St. Louis Cardinals won at San Francisco 3-2. Finally, in the NFL, former Las Vegas Raiders president Dan Ven Trell alleges that he was fired on Friday in retaliation for raising concerns about a hostile work environment in the Raiders organization with the NFL. Ventrell told the Las Vegas Review Journal, quote, multiple written complaints from employees that Raiders owner Mark Davis created a hostile work environment and engaged in other potential misconduct caused me grave concern. I firmly stand by my decision to elevate these issues to protect the organization and its female employees, unquote. The NFL says it will investigate. Anthony, back to you. I got a, uh, a, a text from a listener, loves you, Nikki. And Nikki goes, Ilo's the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've heard from Nikki before. Yes. Thank you, Nikki. Yeah, he loves you. He's a big, he's a big Ilo fan. <laughs> See, you can't stop the song around here. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Here he is, the great Ilo, back with the big brain, Brad Feinberg, our betting analyst. All right, big Brad. So Dallas Phoenix, how about Jalen Brunson last night giving Luca a hand and uh, the Mavs making a series? Now, can they also even it up against the mighty Suns? Yeah, look, again, Anthony, we, we talk about when teams are down 2-0, it's just really, really hard. You, you, you tend to think, why can't a team just be up when they're up 2-0 and just have that eye of the Tigers, right? But it just seems like, for whatever reason, it just doesn't happen. Good spot for Dallas last night. Luka took the whole – you read that whole thing about his defense, how he – the game in game two, yeah. in isolation, he had the worst game, they said, basically in the history of the NBA. They literally said, from a defensive know, point of view. They exaggerate the numbers, but – They exaggerate – exactly. I think the same as you. Uh, but anyway, it was a good spot. He obviously heard that noise, took it very, very seriously, and it was just their night – 
you know, and Brunson, again, you know, this is a guy, I'll be honest, you know, look, we watched him a lot, obviously, Anthony, right in our backyard in Villanova. Um, never thought he'd become this kind of pro. Um, and this year he's really emerged as a really, really good NBA player. Um, and look, yeah, Dallas, look, I'll be honest, Anthony, I think Dallas uh, is the second best team in the West. I know that Golden State would be a big favorite over them. I understand that. But I personally think Dallas would beat Golden State. I think Dallas is a really, really tough team. Um, I think Phoenix will win this game. Phoenix is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I think Phoenix does win a close game here. I do think that that was just a Dallas spot, kind of like we talked about the Philadelphia-Miami being a very tough spot for Miami. Same thing here for for Phoenix. They played almost a perfect game these first two games, shooting, making every shot they took. Dallas is coming home, hearing how awful they are, whatnot. Tough spot, tough game. Um, I do expect Phoenix to bounce back and win game four. You know, I, I could see that. I, I get it. I'm, I'm obviously with the dog. I, I, I love Phoenix, though. They, they are they're a lot of fun to play. They Dallas play is very, right very way, good. So. Dallas yeah, is, are. again, I they, think they Dallas is a... I was looking. I was going to make a large wager on Dallas to beat Phoenix when it was initially announced that Devin Booker could be out for like four weeks, right? Because I, right. Dallas would have been still an underdog in the series, and I would have really liked Dallas to really beat Phoenix. Uh, but now with a healthy Booker, look, this series could go seven games. Quite frankly, it really could. Um, I really do have a lot of respect for Dallas, uh, but again, I just do think the most complete team in pro basketball this year. I think they've been the most complete team all year, and I think they will find a yeah. way when it's all said and done to get revenge from what happened last year in the NBA Finals. I do think Phoenix will, will come through here. All right, real quick, because uh, we got about, uh, about five minutes. So let's let's tackle Boston-Milwaukee. The all-important Game 3 series shifts to Milwaukee. You know, Anthony, you like this it? line opened. Yeah, this line opened at three, and I I did bet um, the underdog Celtics getting three. That's where the value was. Again, I thought this line should have been closer to one, one and a half. That's not what it's at. And and so again, like to me, a lot of the value got sucked out. You say, what's the difference between one and a half and three? Well, that's the difference between uh, a winning bet and a and a mediocre wager. Um, look, I do think. Right now, without Chris Middleton, um, I do think that Boston is the better team than Milwaukee, and I, I lean here to Boston. But I will say this, Anthony, I don't, I've not seen Giannis defended like he's been these past two games by anyone. Um, I've been incredibly impressed with the defense that Boston has shown on him. I mean, Giannis is... This is the guy who shoots what usually sixty percent from the floor, or something like that. Anthony, pretty close to it, and he's really, really struggled to find any kind of rhythm offensively. So, I mean, I and now Marcus Smart should be back for this game. I lean here, Boston, but again, um, getting three to one and a half certainly changes the dynamic a little bit. I did bet Al Horford, Anthony, over seven and a half rebounds. Al Horford for the year is averaging seven point eight rebounds in about twenty eight minutes per game. In these postseason, he's getting about thirty six minutes a game, averaging closer to nine rebounds a game. I see nice value in taking Horford's over rebounds. Yeah, we talked about his renaissance. Pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, Memphis it is amazing. Golden, right, I know. Memphis Golden State. Another really good, uh, great matchup. Uh, ja was incredible, right, Oof. in game two. So let's see the duel as the duel goes to uh, to Golden State, and, and let's see how that plays out. Well, there'll be Steph no Dylan Brooks. I mean, obviously, because yeah. of, yeah, 
Well, what, what he did to, to Peyton, they, they decided to suspend him uh, for this important yeah. game three. Look, this is interesting. And the, like, I, I mean, look, it, it's expensive. It's expensive, and it's not that it's a quote-unquote bad number, but my lean here is actually, you know, I don't usually like laying these kind of points in these games, but my lean here actually is with Golden State. Um, I think coming back game three at home, um, I do think that Memphis doesn't have a hard time winning one in Golden State. Um, I think that uh, Golden State is the better team, even though they are, again, losing Peyton, certainly hurts their depth, and I know there's some questions about Draymond Green's health. But I do think that Memphis losing Brooks, I mean, this is a guy who Anthony averages 18 points a game. He's not a schlub. Uh, I think it's a significant loss uh, for Memphis as well. Um, I do think Golden State wins this game by double digits. Again, seven, not a cheap number. But uh, my lean here is the favored Warriors. Anything hockey today, the NHL playoffs? Um. Yeah, ho- hockey today, let me bring up right now. Um, give me one second. Um, I have to look at my notes. Uh, I'm thinking yeah, Rangers. Like, I, I, like, I do I like think the Rangers, Rangers are – yeah, I like the Rangers over the Penguins, Anthony. Um, look, I think the Rangers – no, here's the thing about the Rangers I like, Anthony. When Shesterkin has played the phenomenal goalie for the Rangers, when you look at the Rangers' record, it's it's a good record. But Shesterkin went 36-13. and 13. The backup, Georgia, was more closer to 500. So to me, the Rangers, when Shesterkin plays, this is a team that's winning almost 70% of their games. Um, and I think they're a much better team than the 110 points they had during their regular season. Pittsburgh got 103 points. But again, to me, like this number is, is artificially low because I believe Shesterkin, when he plays this Rangers team, is clearly better than the Penguins. Penguins lose their starting goaltender, have to play with backup. I think the Rangers line is $1.20 minus 115 area. It's too light. I like the Rangers. That's a bet I did put in. Anything, any, any other games? I, I looked at, uh, I mean, Florida is a favorite on the road. And they're two to one, substantial, but still, they're two to one favorite. So Anthony, look, I'm not laying. I'm not laying two to one in an NHL playoff game. The only way I would look there would be the. I'm not going to. I didn't play it. The only way I would look yeah. would be the Capitals plus a dollar seventy. I'm not laying two to one in an NHL playoff game. Same thing with Colorado's around minus two fifty or so against Nashville. Yeah, too rich for me. Uh, Calgary on the road minus one sixty five. I thought was the right number. Um, I do like the Hurricanes getting a dollar fifteen against the Bruins. I think it's a fifty fifty game. You want to give me plus 115 in a 50-50 game. I'll take it. Uh, Anthony, me and you talked about Minnesota-St. Louis before. I think Minnesota was the team that I thought had the best chance of upsetting Colorado. Yeah, so that's the team right now. You want to take them and run a pick them minus 105 area against St. Louis. I lean there as well. Uh, And then Tampa Bay-Toronto, interesting game. I think Tampa Bay at a pick in a game that they now really need to win. I will lead, lean with the with the Tampa Bay Lightning because I actually do think that is a spot and that is a game where uh, they need to win that game down two one and these teams to me are pretty close to even. I'll take the home team in a pick. I like it. I like it. All right, last thing, you're going to celebrate the Derby today. Yeah, you know it's interesting, Anthony. I was thinking of going. Um, I was thinking of going down to. Uh, uh, I'm actually in Florida right now. I was thinking of going down to the track and uh, in down in oh god, I can't think of what, it, what's the, the beautiful track name. I got some spacing. Um, god, it's near Miami. It's I've gone to it like thousands of times. I don't know. I'm not thinking it right now. No, no, I don't know. I can't even tell you. I forget. Gulfstream. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm I'm thinking of going down there and like watching. You know, it should it should be a it should be a, a great 
you know, a great experience. I always love watching the Derby. Horse racing is not really um, my specialty or whatnot, but I am well, looking sure forward to, to, to betting the, it. Uh, through the, yeah, you'll bet it. Who are you, who are you taking? Real quick, because we got to go. Yeah, like so far, the, the, the three horses, the horse that, again, I, I have people that I follow and listen to that know this stuff well, and they've built the three horses, a horse that is a horse to me that, that what I've heard is with the odds, the a play that I should be looking at, and that's probably what I'm going to be looking to do. Um, mm. But I haven't, again, I haven't exactly pieced together how I'm going to do it in terms of exactas and things such as that, but that is something I'm probably going to be wagering on for the Derby today. You got a party. Well, listen, enjoy it. Enjoy your day. Good luck. You're the greatest. We love you, Big Brain. There he is. Big Brain on Brad. We'll come Thanks, buddy. We'll come back and wrap it up. Fellas, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, welcome back. Fellas, fun day, fun morning. Get you started. Hopefully you guys are going to have a great Saturday. Derby party. I can see Ilo in a big hat. He must wear the fanciest oh, of hats. You can see. Can you see Ilo or like with a mint julep? Mint, I could totally so many see mint that. juleps. Only one mint julep. One mint julep and a very, very, <laughs> very fancy hat. Ilo, you, you'll know the reference. Of, did you ever read the Hunter S. Thompson story at? The uh, Kentucky Derby? No, because I was too exhausted after reading his daily routine. Oh, if that's you know the what greatest, I mean. <laughs> that's it? a great routine. Yes. I love I that story. That the, guys... I read that uh, the other, yesterday, in fact, on the air, because people do, still don't know. Every, every five years, I'll read it because it's so incredible. It is. It is. And it gets more amazing each, each year. You, wait, wait a minute. You, you read the whole itinerary? On the air, right? Yeah, I did. That's great. By the Three way, minutes, you for, know, for my Kentucky cigarettes, Coke, mm-hmm. drinks, and and of course the fettuccine Alfredo, not Coca Cola. <laughs> right. Yeah, the fetti, the the fettuccine Alfredo was an unexpected touch, considering everything At else. Six a.m. <laughs> yeah, after he was done his night of writing. It's an amazing, it's an amazing, all right, we're out. Listen, everybody, have a great week. We love you. See you next week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.